Happy Thing Gremmin. Happy Thankles. Happy Thing Garnish. Happy Thingstagram. Happy Thing Gremmin. Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Yo. And this is episode 74. Cue the strobe lights. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This is where... Wait. This is the episode that you should play the Big Booty Bitches song on. (laughs) Especially since uh, I think it'll tie in well with the sponsor in our hearts. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Because uh, sponsoring our hearts is a uh, what was it that uh, Autumn said? A, a, was it a slam pee? What? Oh my god, I'm gonna forget. And it's it's so good. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, we're back. hold while we control sweater. Yeah, please hold, hold while we. Uh, it just cracked me up because like. Oh yeah, here goes my slam piece. JG Greer is celebrating a birthday today, and I am sure he would appreciate some birthday cheer on Twitter. Happy birthday, Jeremy! Seventy and fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> no one can fucking roast you like your fucking significant other. Oh like, yeah, fucking tell you. That's how you know it's yeah. true love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I just love how everybody was like slam piece. So. Slam piece. <laughs> Yeah, Sponsoring Arts is J.G. Greer. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. What Happy were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, everybody knows Autumn throws out those sweet hip-hop playlists, those sweet raps. Oh, yeah. Those sweet, sweet rap slaps. I really it's want, like, Autumn to do, like, a hip-hop podcast. <laughs> like, Autumn knows her shit, like... Legit, like she's been on a couple like hip hop. Like she had one where I think they were breaking down. Like it was a future. That was uh, I don't remember. I think it was future breaking down like track by track or something like that. And it was awesome. And then there was also like talking about Lil Wayne's new album. And was just like, let me tell you why Mona Lisa is dope. And I'm like, please, <laughs> please do, please do yes. tell me. Yeah. yeah. No, a slam piece makes perfect sense. And that's why um, I think that Big Booty Bitches would be an appropriate an appropriate song for Jeremy Greer's birthday. One, two, three. I got big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches. I got big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches. Big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches. Big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches. I got big booty bitches, big, big booty bitches. You know what was funny was I was like, to send him and I almost sent him that one uh it was a future happy birthday oh but my then God. like yeah but I was like maybe this is not really appropriate no you need like, to send him the two chains one all I want for my birthday oh no is that's a the one that I got, yeah all that was the one I almost sent him but I'm like that's your birthday <laughs> that's your birthday <laughs> song though so. me inside the jewelry store <laughs> yeah I was going to, but I'm like, no, that's Jesse's birthday song. I can't do that. Oh, 
And then it almost sent the one by Twista. Remember that rapper Twista? No. Yeah. It's like, do yourself a favor. Like, all you have to do is listen to like the the beginning. like weird but, yeah. but i'm like eh. and then i just made a video where i put his face over an old guy dancing at a, <laughs> at a like a shell gas station so i'm like this works that's how you get turnt when you're old yeah it's just a gas station <laughs> natesco's parking lot yeah. yeah that's where the fucking avengers civil war fight took place yeah <laughs> Um, right in the parking lot right in the parking lot (laughs) oh man but yeah happy birthday Jeremy um to our dad but not our daddy JJ our humble podcast overlord yes (laughs) humble overlord is so funny to me Cool. So uh, that brings us to our pre-salt. Um, I have way more pre-salt than I do salt. <laughs> but um, I guess first off, I was on We're, we're Totally Wizards uh, <laughs> over the weekend. Um, I actually got to sit down and uh, finally be, I guess, the Return of the Jedi trilogy. Uh, yeah, he's finally report. caught us all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he said that. He's like, yeah, if like... If you're doing the Star Wars trilogy, that makes you like Return of the Jedi. I'm it's like, a hat ah. trick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pissed because Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, at least I didn't get Empire, though. That would be K. Yeah, no, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so fucked up. At least <laughs> that part with the with the at at, which is actually a good uh good part, so there, there are parts of that movie that are okay. That I, <laughs> yeah, there are parts, parts of uh, Empire that I enjoy. But before we get filleted by fanboys, sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So it was on there. It was pretty fun. Like we talked for almost two hours, which I don't know if that's normal for his show. Um, but yeah, so if you want to listen to me talk about my terrible rap names before I landed on Jake Linehart. Um, I'll be super embarrassed, but <laughs> I talked about it. And then we uh, made fun of the Monopoly for Millennials because that had dropped that morning. And I thought it was uber ridiculous. Someone, someone was... on my um, Twitter bought that for his friend as a joke. No way. <laughs> I'd be so, he, like, so retweeted, angry he retweeted if I his... opened that up. He retweeted his friend thinking, like, oh, I thought I got this nice package, but no, it's fucking Millennial Monopoly from Dan. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. And I'm just imagining yeah. him, like, cackling while reading this tweet. Oh, oh my God. God. If I if I received Millennial Monopoly, I'd just proceed to turn around and start beating my friend with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I just couldn't. I'm like, this is so terrible. But, uh, yeah, especially when it's all, like, you get you win by experience from riding your friend's couch to going to a vegan bistro. I'm, I'm like, going oh to God. die. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, holy crap! 
Yeah, and then like the the front says like forget about real estate, you can't afford it anyway. Oh my god. Don't remind me. I know. And god. they think it's funny and I'm just like, bro, this is the <laughs> life you're toying <laughs> with. Young yeah. people are broke ass bitches. <laughs> As the kids yeah, say I, these days. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I think technically I'm like a Gen Xer and I'm like, but same. I no, can't you're not. either. You're so no, you're a millennial. millennial. The, oh, the oldest, I, the oldest yeah, millennials are uh, like forty now. So, yeah. oh, are they? <laughs> yeah, my brother's still a millennial. So, congrats. Oh, then totally same. Then that's probably why I'm like, this is not good. I don't like it. Um, so yeah, I talked to talked to him about that and some other stuff. Um, and then um, I beat Red Dead actually last night. So I went through all fifty some odd hours, and um, I did the cowboy thing. Got emotional, got sad. Um, got I think I got the good ending. About that. Yeah, yeah. Well, me and uh, Cameron have been going back and forth. Like, I, like I'm way ahead. Um, so I'm like, ooh, what can I talk about and not spoil? And I'm like, have you gotten to this part yet? And they're like, no. And I'm yeah, like, you're oh, like trying okay. to come up with some vague way to like describe it. You're like, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, to like try to find where you're at. Yeah, and then like it's like. Friends. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like funny because they'll be like, "Oh man, I can't believe this moment happened. It's so sad." And I'm like, "Oh no, baby bird, that's just the beginning." <laughs> like, baby bird, I'm just baby bird. <laughs> Let me take you under my wing, baby bird. It's gonna get sadder. <laughs> but no, it's it's really good. Um, I do have like some like eh, with some of the stuff. Not that it's bad, but I guess like there's just so many good characters that. I would have liked to see more of it. Like there's this character named uh, Sadie Adler who to me just feels like as far as like how cool the character is, they might as well be like the lady Maria of like cowboy games. Uh, Cause she's just so badass. And I'm like, if they did like a spinoff game, I would throw money at it really fast. I doubt it. Or even like if they did DLC that I think that would just really cool. Cause that character um, you, you kind of run into at the very beginning of the game and the, arc she takes is just freaking amazing so um yeah that's like one of like the awesome characters that i would love man that would be sweet if they did something with dlc um but um other than that um my like whole weekend was like i spent it watching stand-up comedy on netflix um so i ended up watching adam sandler's it's called 100 percent fresh and it's 100 percent ridiculous silly like, he goes from singing a silly song to kind of telling a random story to jumping back into silly songs. And all the songs are, like, really silly, but they're, like, super catchy. Like, it's weird to describe it. And a lot of it is, is like, the um, the old switcheroo at the very end. So, like, I think one that's in, the, like, the trailer for it is, like, him talking about, like, the smelly Uber driver. And, like, doing, like, kind of, like, this rap about a smelly Uber driver. And then it turns out that he shit himself. So he was the one that was actually smelly. Um, so we give the guy five stars. Um, but that one was really good. I would recommend watching that one. And then there's another one uh, by uh, comedian Christina P. That one is funny. But I think it might offend a lot of people. <laughs> it's, like, definitely, like, she's joking. But the jokes are kind of offensive. So I don't, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if people watching it like if they'll get the joke or if they'll just get offended 
because some of the stuff she says is like, I see why that's funny, but I also see why that's offensive. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing people's opinions on it. But then the last one I watched was, um, her husband actually named Tom Segura, who I'm, I guess is kind of like really popular in the comedy scene, but I never knew. Um, but then I like automatically connected to him because he's like a Latino that doesn't look Latino. And then I was like, Oh my God, I found a friend. Um, <laughs> cause he has this whole bit where like, he's all like, Oh yeah. Like I speak Spanish. And it's like, and he's like, yeah, I know you're thinking like, um, Oh, I speak Spanish. He's like, not as good as me. No, you don't. <laughs> like, he's like, Oh, I took four years in high school. He's like, yeah, just still not as good as me. And he goes into like this, like whole, like, like, M is for come mierda and all this other stuff in like Spanish and I'm like yay I love you um so it was really funny like he had me cracking up and um yeah like just in general it was like super funny um so I actually watched a couple of his and you know had a good time laughing and then it brings me since I I brought up Spanish brings me to the last thing I saw on Netflix was uh John Leguizamo's Latin history uh for morons um it that thing is very interesting i like i described it as um kind of like a jesse had sent us like this vox video on like the origin of okay (laughs) and it just like goes through the history of like what it really meant and where it came from and all this other stuff and it's kind of a meme (laughs) yeah the ye old meme yeah and so like his kind of like takes us it's like a one-man play or Broadway play or something like that. Um, I think he even got nominated for Tony for this. Um, but, how, like, yeah, I think I described it as, like, one of those, like, informational videos, but with way more cursing, salsa dancing, and Sid the Sloth voice. Because <laughs> he does it a couple times. Like, he does, like, apparently there's this kid that bullies his son and does, like, you know, like that Sid the Sloth, like, lisp. Like, yeah. let's go, guys. <laughs> so he does that. Uh, which is weird. I didn't realize how many voices he actually could do because he does like quite a few and some of them are really good. Um, but yeah, then there's like a couple times where he just breaks out in salsa or merengue dancing and you're just like, why? But then like, it serves a purpose. And um, But it's just really interesting because he's giving these facts because I guess – and he like pulls out the books that he's getting all this information from and – I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, like, yeah, some of this I kind of knew, but some of it I didn't. Thinking about, like, oh, yeah, how Christopher Columbus was praised back when I was in elementary school. And I'm like, yeah, we get Christopher Columbus Day off. And, you know, like, what was the old thing? Was, like, the something 42 Columbus sailed? uh, Ocean Blue. 16, yeah, like that thing. And then... Yeah, like, and then not realizing, like, oh, no, this guy was just a terrible, like, rapist. Oh, wait, colonialism is bad, actually. (laughs) Yeah. And just being, like, that dumb little elementary kid that was like, sure, he must have been all right, the Santa. But that's not your fault, though. No, yeah, exactly. The school's fault, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I'm just like, dang, like, that's... Someone, like, said, like, yeah, even, like, how, like, I think schools even say, like, you know, the Aztecs lost because of, um, supposedly the Europeans had, like, better 
weapons and strategies and all this other stuff. And they had like, no. fucking diseases. Exactly. That killed yeah. Off a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. They won because of germ warfare. They came and like waited a year for everybody to get fevers and die, and then they finally yeah had this battle or whatever. And then even then he said like the Aztecs lost by like a slim margin. So I'm like, dang, like. So all this, so it's like inform- informative and funny, and then sad because then it also deals with like his son being bullied, and him trying to find like a Latin hero for his son to do this report on. Um, so and then it's just like even like his blunders as like a dad, like almost getting in a fight with another dad and different other stuff like that's that. That's a mood. Um, that would be but... me. that's another reason. Five hundred and seventy-eight for Jesse not to have a child. Yeah, I cannot fist kids, fight people parents. at the PTA meeting. Yeah, <laughs> and so like, yeah, it's just really good. The one thing that like I I really did walk away with though, I guess, is like he calls his son Honey, and I just thought that was like really sweet. Like he'd had like you know having these moments of like with his son being like upset with him. He's like, "Buddy, honey, I'm so sorry," and I'm just like. Man, that's like so sweet to call your son honey. Like I never even like I feel that way towards my son, but I don't think I would ever had like called him honey. And then I'm like, man, I might just start calling my son honey because it just because it's warmed my and heart. The patriarchy ha- would hate it. <laughs> yeah, like I know that too. Don't call him honey, and I'm like, but he's my little sweetie. Why wouldn't I call him honey? Yeah, like there's yeah. absolutely fucking nothing wrong with calling your child. Honey. Yeah, I was just like this. It's like such a sweet little moment in all of this like craziness that is a John like was almost uh, production. But yeah, like I, I would highly recommend all of those. Um, they're all on Netflix, so obviously you have somebody's password. So go check it out. And uh, that's my pre-salt. All right. Um, I follow up to last week's pre-salt where I was talking about the Bard quests, uh, and I had one left. And I finally um, played it, and like, um, it literally, it basically, literally resolves as the real ballad of oblivion was the friendships you made along the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> once I realized it was happening, I was like, I cannot believe. Um, oh, computer, please. Uh oh. My you... my computer's locking up a lot. Um, no. <laughs> but hopefully, I can at least get through this. But um, you go to an island, and you find a stone, and there's, like, an inscription on it. And Sanson, being the idiot that he is, just goes up and he just touches the thing. Because you, you just gotta, you see a rock, you gotta touch it, I guess. <laughs> and your Moogle friend is like, don't do that, and it's, but it's too late, it's already happened. And you summon a primal, uh, who was actually really cool. Guess what, we're never going to see that primal again. How much you want to bet? Um, and the Ballad of Oblivion is is um, her voice. Uh, Lygia is the name of the primal, I think, and she used it to wipe out the, a Mughal tribe, however many years ago or whatever. And then Gidolo shows back up, and he's like, "No, we'll fight it together." And you fight the fri- the primal, and then Sense says, "Like, well, I guess the Ballad of Oblivion never really existed, but we learned a lot, so that'll probably, you know, so that'll probably." satisfied the order of the twin adder and like again literally like the the real battle of oblivion is the friendships we made along the way um i can't do any more quests now because um they don't start until stormblood and i've got like 30 or 40 quests in between the end of heaven's war and the beginning of stormblood um but we'll see about that in a couple of weeks i guess um 
because I did, I did finally beat Heaven's Word. That's the other thing of import that I did <laughs> this past week was that I finally beat Heaven's Word. Um, it has a really good ending, and I don't have a lot to say about it because I don't want to talk about spoilers. The final boss is really cool. Uh, I guess I can talk a little bit about that. Like back when I was re- like first getting into this game, um, I figured out pretty fast that the primals are just summons from other Final Fantasy games, and I was real excited about that. And I asked my friend, like, ooh, is Knights of the Round in this? Because I really like Knights of the Round from Final Fantasy VII. And my friend kind of goes, kinda. That's the final boss of Heaven's Word. (laughs) 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 They're not called the Knights of the Round. They're called Uh, something else, but they are the Knights of the Round. Um, And it's a really cool fight. Um, Okay, you're such a nerd. Ooh, are the Knights of the Round I like that summon! I know, I just think it's so cute, because you're such a nerd. I say it as I am also a nerd. Yeah, but like, it takes one to know I one. Just think, uh, yeah, I just enjoy the nerdiness of that statement. <laughs> <laughs> From Final what's, Fantasy VII? <laughs> what's, yeah, what's funny is that I don't give a shit about, like, the whole Knights of the Round mythos outside of Final Fantasy, but, um, uh, I also, I watched Castlevania Season 2. Damn, that's good. Um, again, I don't want to spoil it all. It's 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 all on Netflix, and everybody should watch it. It's really great. Um, the ending made me cry. I'll talk a little bit more about season two in the salt. Um, and I think, I mean, Jesse kind of talked about this a lot already, but it was. We'll talk about that more. But I, man, <laughs> season two is so good, and uh, I'm looking forward to season three. And then, did you see? Um, their Twitter had a one of those GIF gif jif games where uh if you stop it it's like a mary oh, fuck, yeah. yeah fuck yeah, yeah I but, saw it, was, but i wasn't able to but do it was a, on mobile it was fuck kill boat because of um oh, right because you could turn people into a yeah horse. i kill people and i yeah skin them into boats yeah but then one of them was like and i felt like i found another one that i felt that way where it was like you stop it on um oh what's her name carmilla as like being with and then like kill um uh oh my gosh i'm forgetting her name cypher yeah 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 and then like so the face was like the meme was like the face all happy like oh carmilla but then it's like kill her and like no oh yeah like, i saw no. that <laughs> yeah and that was super good but like, most of them were like kill trevor so <laughs> i did lead uh jesse on a wild ride um after we talked about it a little bit because i sent them the a video from Symphony of the Night where, that was all voice acted of, uh, oh, of my Dracula. God. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line from, <laughs> from Castlevania, which they didn't include in season two, which was, what is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets. <laughs> I loved it so much. And that's exactly yeah. how it said. Yeah. Everything else is said very like, like First of all, the audio sounds like it was recorded in a gas station bathroom. So that's great. But then also like Dracula is so into it. He is ready. He is chewing that scenery. He's so excited about being Dracula in the shitty video game. It's not a shitty that's game, but it's just like really old. And he's like he's just pumped. But Richter Richter is like the producer's nephew and he's only there for the free food 
and he is not into yeah. it at all. And it's it's That's so great. it's so great. I love everything the about it. Contrast is so good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's like what one of the better. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's Sym- one of the better Castlevania games, but with the worst voice acting. Symphony of the Night's really fun. Um, it has bad voice acting, and I I feel personally that those games haven't aged very well in a lot of ways. Just they're <laughs> old. It's not their fault. But um, yeah. Yeah, that is, Symphony of the Night is definitely one of the better ones, and it's oh, that's great. The, the voice acting <laughs> I feel improves upon the experience greatly. <laughs> um, and then I sent Kay this like meme of a cat dressed as Dracula, and it was that line. It was like, <laughs> "What is a man? A miserable little pile of secrets." And I was like, "Kay, it's yeah. for you." I brought it up because like I was, I'm like sad they didn't include that line. Because as bad as the voice acting is, it's actually, like, kind of a good line, and it could have been made serious. Especially with, like, uh, what's the actor's name? Is that Graham McTavish that plays Dracula? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have he pulled it off. Oh, yeah, totally would have nailed it. Yeah, but it. they didn't they didn't go that direction, I guess, understandably. <laughs> yeah, the wall chicken. <laughs> what is a man? They didn't go with the wall chicken either. We didn't. Yeah. No reference to the I'm wall sad chicken. sad about the wall chicken. <laughs> I'm gay and sad about wall chicken. It would have been it would have been a pretty funny gag in my opinion. Yeah, and it but it would have been so hard to pull off. Yeah, it would have been weird as shit. Um, yeah, and like people who hadn't played the games or had any knowledge of the games would have been like, "What the fuck? Why is there just a chicken in the wall?" People who have played the games are like, "What the fuck?" I will never forget the first time I experienced the, like so we're just gonna eat a chicken now to like that's that's our replenish right there is a chicken yep so it's just a whole oh, ass man. chicken that you found on the in the stone oh, wall and you just eat it like an animal that's like that uh Pete Holmes joke where he was talking about that game Final Fight and he's all like can you imagine one of those guys going to like a doctor checkup and they're like man like He's like, I've got uh, stomach problems. He's like, really? Like, what's your diet? He was like, oh, I eat barrel chicken. <laughs> He's like, what's a barrel chicken? He's like, what? uh, you know, I just punch a barrel and then there's like a whole chicken. And they're like, and it's just, I just pick it up off the floor and I eat it. He's like, why are you <laughs> eating chicken off the floor? He's like, well, sometimes I punch a barrel and it's a banana. Do y'all remember <laughs> um, uh, Mega 64? Mega 64. The they Avengers, did like yeah. Yeah, they did like skits based off of uh, dumb video game bullshit, <laughs> and now I'm just thinking of their like River City Ransom one, where they had like a guy that would come up and like tap the guy on the shoulder, and he would drop all these coins, and he'd just be like, "Oh, barf." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, video games are stupid. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I did this weekend was Budborn. Hey, Budborn. Hey! I still need to watch it. I'm sorry. It is archived <laughs> on my uh, channel as a highlight. Um, I'm gonna watch it. But I, it was a bit rough for me getting started because, like, the only video game I played for the past six months is Final Fantasy XIV, and <laughs> so I would like get stuck on a piece of scenery and instinctively tap triangle to jump over it, but triangle doesn't jump in Bloodborne. It <laughs> heals you, and so I'm just like, fuck! Yeah. I wasted a blood vial. Um, I did. It came back to me a lot faster than I thought it would, though. Um, and I. It actually came back to me too, even though I'm bad at Bloodborne. Yeah. It's like, oh right, I'm really bad at this game. Um, I helped Jesse farm for Bloodstone shards so they could upgrade their okay. weapon a couple more times. 
because, like, I can't remember what you said, but you were like, oh, these guys take so much damage, or, like, I'm not doing much damage or something. And I was like, what, um, what's your weapon? Like, a Ludwig's Holy Blade plus five. And I'm like, oh, that won't do. We yeah. gotta... Yeah. Kay's like, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem right there. And so we got it to plus nine. Um, nice. And then we, I beat Orphan of Cause on my game with the help of a stranger. Um, hey. And I was real excited about it. And then and I beat Lawrence on my game with the help of a stranger. Yeah, I game. I died. <laughs> but Paru. Lor- yeah, Confederate Paru, Paru. wherever you are. <laughs> um, Fitel was my stranger that helped me. So thanks, Confederate Fitel. Um, and then so now we've got Orphan of Cause on your game, and yeah. Murgo's Wet Nurse on both of our games, and then. The final bosses. And then we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'll cry when credits roll on Bloodborne. <laughs> I will absolutely cry. Kay and I were having a good time, even though we weren't always together, but we were together on chat. Oh, yeah. And people could hear me screaming. Yeah, my and... brother-in-law turned up briefly, which was pretty funny. <laughs> I, like, look into the chat window and I see... Um, his username, and he's, like, calling me a nerd or whatever, and I'm like, how did you get here? You don't follow my Twitter. <laughs> but PSN was like, like this person on your friends list is streaming Bloodborne, like... Oh, nice. So he turned yeah, up... Yeah, I was gonna say, I, I did tune in for a little bit, and I just <laughs> I just heard Jesse going like, ah, 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 and then Kay, you were like, what's with all these noises like, you're what's making? What's this noise you're making? <laughs> <laughs> It's my fighting sound effects. That was me fighting the giant. I think that guards patches because he uh, dropped um, twin bloodstone shards, I think. Yeah, something like that. And so I had to fight him like twice. And those were my action movie sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided that uh, for some reason, as soon as we popped in to the fishing hamlet this time, um, I... Immediately was like, Ocean Man, take me by the hand, take me to land. So I think that that song is now officially canon. It's canon. Bloodborne. I don't it's make the canon. rules. No. Um, and and it's just one of those weird things that Bumwrecker kind of remembers from <laughs> her past life as a human being outside of this fucking nightmare realm. I did make an attempt on Murgo's uh, wet nurse. But it didn't go well. I basically just, like, ran. Because Murgo's Loft Middle is actually really short. And I basically just ran from uh, the lantern to the boss room. And I opened the shortcut. Um, but I, I died. Because she, she summons her stand. And then she does a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. Um, yeah, that's why I it's randomly fucking... that's why I randomly made that comment where I was like, Did you all see that Queen Yarnum cosplay? It's because she was standing right in front of me. Um, oh yeah. But I I have to let y'all know um that fucking K was a fucking badass in the <laughs> we went to the fishing hamlet and she was like, Hold on, I have to kill this whale shark, but you should stay up here because if I if I die it's of no consequence and then did a running jump off of the roof. Running I ran, I... jumped off the roof, and then did like a a um dropping slash attack onto the whale shark. <laughs> Dope. And I just like, so, like you couldn't see me, but I was saluting you. I was like, 
Yeah! <laughs> it's on the stream if you don't believe me. It happened and it's there. Meanwhile, I I was waiting for Kay to come back and I fell on the whale shark. <laughs> and I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. And you just hear me saying, oh god, right? And I'm like running back to the lantern as I'm saying, oh god. You lived though. I did. Also, Kay died when we were... Um, we had aggroed way too many enemies, and, like, Kay died, and she's like, hold on, wait for me, but there's, like, 50 of them just standing there, and I'm like, <laughs> right? So I'm, like, killing them, and I'm like, I'm gonna die, Kay, it's just gonna happen. I did not die, but in the process, those stupid screaming dogfish things, oh, God, God, I don't know yeah. what they're called, Yeah, they just fucking yell, and I'm like, inside, I'm yelling, inside voices, please! <laughs> Stop yelling! And my friend Raven was like, the irony of stop yelling when yeah. you yourself are yelling. <laughs> yeah, the Raven was like, stop yelling, Jesse yells. <laughs> Listen. It's uh, only okay if I though. do it. <laughs> I mean, how else are they, how are they supposed to hear me over there yelling if I do not yell? It's true. That's got to be parent logic right there. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I saying that as I do. I'm glad that we were able to get together and do it, though. I uh, I thought about it because, like, Lance McDonald put out a new video of cut content, and it was the Snakeball oh, yeah. boss. Snake and so I shared ball. it to the Salt DMs, and I'm like, Snakeball! <laughs> and, like, and then I'm like, man, I want to play Bloodborne. Do y'all want to play Bloodborne? <laughs> So oh, super fun. Yeah, hopefully that's next time we can get like, you in on it. Yeah, oh yeah, that would be fun. Especially now that what Mergo and then the last bosses. Yeah. Well, you still have to help me. Oh yeah, we need to do oh, Orphan of Cause. Orphan. On Jesse's game. Oh, me, orphan me, like of cause. the orphan. Help me, big slappy him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, I I like that game triggers my fight or flight response and there was definitely a point where i had beat the giant once picked up my twin shards and then i was like shit i forgot to talk to patches and i came back because i had forgot to do it the first time too because i didn't want to fight the giant so i guess it wasn't really forget i just didn't want to do it and um i did get to speak to patches which was fucking gross i got to see that weird scurry he does oh the way he scurries away from the wall is so disgusting and he's like, do you forgive me? And I'm like, no. Um, I'm like, you know what would really make me forgive you if you just gave me a bunch of fucking twin bloodstone shards? Um, but, like, I fought that giant the first time and won, and I forgot to go down there, and I needed to fight him again, and I fucking, you died all over the place. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so I go back, and I do it again, and by the, like, the third try, I was just grumpy about it. I was like, this game is too hard, and then I won again, and, and it was that feeling, that, that good feedback feeling you get in your brain from a Souls game. The endorphin yeah. rush, yeah. 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 You're like, I am strong, and I will survive the winter. <laughs> and then you go to the next room and you're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally went through those doors the the first time I did it instead of just walking back to the other lantern. And I was like, oh shit, this leads me into the nightmare. And I like I start running and immediately there's like a silver beast there. And then at the same time, the like, you know, you start getting the um the what do you call it? From the I'm so smart. Um, 
you know, you can see the window. Oh, yeah. Of, like, and you start getting a... Frenzy. Frenzy, right? And I'm like, no! Right? I'm, like, slapping the lantern. I'm like, let me in! (laughs) Let me in! I'm that Eric Andre gif, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, if you want to catch the stream highlight it's on my channel the whole thing was like we were we went for like three three and a half hours it was pretty long uh no i don't think that's the longest we've done being there with friends yeah that makes it like you not notice how much time you're spending yeah like i was definitely like we've only been here for an hour in case like we've been here well you wanted you wanted to throw in the towel because you were frustrated um yeah and i was like oh yeah we've been streaming for like three hours and you were like, oh my god. And I was like, well, let's just do one more because I just got back. So I'd gone to get water or something. And then, and that was the one where you beat Lawrence, so. Hey. Well, I didn't really do anything. Don't undermine your accomplishments. Times. You beat Lawrence. Paru, Paru came in and, like, I, I think Paru, that fucking Bloodborne really rewards you for being aggressive. Yeah, And, like, sometimes I'm aggressive and sometimes I'm not, but it's really easy to ride that line between greedy and aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes I get greedy and then I die. But, like, whoever Paru was was really good at being, like, aggressive while at the same time not being greedy. Or maybe they were just so good they could get away with being greedy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that is the case. Um, I had one last. Like me. I had one last thing I thought about that is abruptly switching gears back to fourteen, but I didn't think about it until um, we were talking about being aggressive and whatnot and drawing too many enemies. Um, I continued my adventures in tanking. I was like, oh, now that you know, I've beat Heaven's Ward and um, by leveling my main class isn't a priority anymore. I should work on Dark Knight because everyone keeps telling me that story is really good, um, and. <laughs> I, so I got, like, I got into the uh, Duty Finder and queued up. And of course, again, like, my first disastrous run as a tank was in the Thousand Maws of Todorok, so how fitting that I should get into the Thousand Maws of Todorok again as a tank. <laughs> but this time went significantly better. Um, and I had one more where I did um, uh Temtar at Deepcroft, which I'd seen as a DPS like 8 million times because that one comes up on my duty finder a lot for some reason. And so I was like, I know how to do this one. And then I pulled like a whole bunch of enemies and I'm like, I've made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It never went badly for me though. Nobody wiped, I guess. So I guess I did okay, but I don't know. Maybe I'll get better at it. Still just going to keep plugging along with those quests because I keep hearing it's it's a good storyline, but We'll see. Anyway, that's my pre-salt. Oh, um, sorry, now I'm embroidering, too. (laughs) Because it sounded like a good idea. Um, so, we already talked about Budborn, so we good. Um, I I did have a great time, though, and it it was super duper fun. Um, I I just really like Bloodborne, you guys, and I don't know why. It's just good. It's good shit. It's good shit. Um, and then, as we all know, Detective Pikachu's trailer drop <laughs> And people are so booty-tickled about so many things, and I'm like, I finally understand why trolls are having a good time, because I'm just laughing. I'm like, this yeah. looks amazing. It looks, 
It looks bad in all the right ways. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, somehow it feels like a weird parody of a Pokemon movie, and I'm okay with that. Um, I was I was saying like when people were upset about Pikachu, I'm not Pikachu, um, Jigglypuff not or Jigglypuff being furry, and I'm like, what did you want? The meat? Imagine just pink <laughs> meat flesh orb. Don't yeah. <laughs> fucking. It's like when you're first learning to sculpt stuff in Maya, and you don't apply any at- any texture to anything, so it's just like this weird, awkward flesh gross thing imagine that um that would be terrifying uh, there was just so many weird things that people were upset about and i'm like what is the alternative um <laughs> like i i just think that some things are just cuter when they're animated like 2d and then when you bring them into the 3d world you realize that they're truly eldritch horrors yeah um <laughs> But I think it's gonna. I think I'll have a. I think I'll have a good time. Like I'll be pissed off when I walk up to the theater. I'll be like, "Can I have one ticket for um, Detective, <laughs> Detective Pikachu, please?" <laughs> but you know, I I hope to see it with friends and not just sit alone in the theater watching Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah, by this uh, this is not a movie I'm gonna go see by myself. Like the fucking snowman. Like <laughs> oh my god, the fucking snowman. We we were talking about that movie the other night. Like. <laughs> Oh yeah, I said, I was like, I always imitate the one scene from the concert, and sometimes I think I'm being mean, but then last night I looked it up again for reference, or the night before, and I was like, no, it's exactly how I imitate it, this is exactly, I remember it viscerally. And then someone in the YouTube comments was like, in the books it's a Slipknot concert, and like, I don't remember the book well enough to confirm or deny, but I feel like that's true. (laughs) Yeah, because remember the dude with, like, I mean, you remember the, the fact that, he, like, anytime he was in his car, he's listening to Slipknot. Yeah, because so, um, I, I remember that detail. Because I yeah, fucking wrote so it down because I thought it was it so funny. Hey, guys. I just fucking, that entire movie, and then my and then my teacher had the goddamn gall and nerve to recommend Joe Nesbo novels to people. Yeah, no. And I, I was like, Radden! And I, I looked him dead in the eye, I'm like, you mean the author of The Snowman? <laughs> and he's like, that's the one. It's not a and good I book. Like, and I was just like, okay, sir. But I, and, and I turned away and I was like, I really question your taste right now. Yeah. Um, it was not a good but book, I'm, but it was better than the movie, which has a lot of really bad stuff about the movie. Listen, I will forever be butthurt that the wonderful snowman melting fucking bomb James Bond villain trap. Trap at the end of the fucking book wasn't in the movie. I'm so salty about that. That that's forever our salt is just where's the fucking melting snowman bond trap and the whole bullshit with like Katrina <laughs> like oh my god it's fucking wild oh, god these um so yeah I hope Detective Pikachu is better than that um and then uh oh Overwatch so I I've been playing a lot of comp. Um, for some reason, because I hate myself. Uh, and, like, the one thing about comp is that, like, when you're Mercy and Quick Play, it's just rip you. But when you're Mercy and Comp, sometimes people will try to protect you. Um, had a very nice tracer that just fucking destroyed a roadhog that was coming for my soul. Um, 
I was like, thank God. Um, but I also had a fun experience where I was playing with the team and I was healing the crap out of them and I was doing the best I could and, uh, we're like almost to the finish line and I see the enemy team coming around. It was at Rialto and anybody who's played on that map knows that there's like this weird like go around right before the turn corner into the first checkpoint. Um, and they like these people were trying to like the enemy team was coming through and I could see the soldier. So I just start spamming group up with me, group up with me, group up with me. Right. Cause my team's like distractedly standing over by the spawn point where the other team isn't. And I'm like, group up with me. Right? And finally, the whole team comes over and groups up with me, and um, they, uh, we, we win because we stuck together. We stay together, and teamwork saved the day. It turns out when you play a team-based game and you have teamwork, you can win. Weird. What a, what a weird thought. Um, and the best part is after afterwards, I got the shot caller fucking... Um, calm like player calm they're like shot caller and i'm like really for group up with me (laughs) um then i was playing ass creed odyssey and there was like a weird glimmer off to the left of me like a piece of glitter but there was no glitter (laughs) hope it's not a bug um i was playing ass creed odyssey which uh is super fun still a super fun game I knocked down the difficulty of it for me, and I'm having way more fun. Yeah, I play um, those games on lower difficulty, because it's just, like, it's just not fun at the harder difficulties. <laughs> and there's there were still, like, 50 dudes when I was infiltrating this camp to steal an obsidian eye, but I had been, um, as you know, like, avoiding my problems as far as the one dude who was sent out to kill me and um this is a very small island i should let you know so it was just like the chicken dance song playing as we chased each other around the island but um he was literally standing in the way of my next mission so i had to kill him but before i did i posted that selfie of like cassandra standing there with the dude, the mercenary in front of her, and then also the mission objective in front of her in, like, a straight row. It's, like, me avoiding my stressors. And she's, like, just above him on a rock. (laughs) That's essentially where I was. Like, I climbed up that rock because I heard the... This game plays, like, weird Inception horns whenever the enemy is, like, Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And, uh... But I, I took him out, and then I went and snuck in and got the obsidian eye. I was like, I'm going to die, but I didn't. I didn't die. Um, and then as soon as I bring it back to Marcos, listen, if Marcos existed in real life, I would have stabbed him by now. He's like the dude who took you in when you were a child and he found you on the shore, but then he made you kill people for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just not cool. Um, he's like, I feed you and I give you clothes, so now you are my mercenary. And I'm like, hmm. Um, and he, and he does stupid shit, like, get in debt to, like, the big gangster guy of the island, um, to build a fucking, uh, what do you, what do you even call that? A vineyard for wine, but he doesn't know anything about grapes and he's built it in this shitty place, right? So he's like, I need you to go steal the Cyclops' eye. 
um, which is the name of the big gangster dude they call him the Cyclops because he only has one eye and the other one's an obsidian eye, which is worth a lot of money. And then he's like, and then we'll sell it on the black market so that I can pay him back. And I'm like, this is a bad plan for so many reasons, but okay, whatever. The game needs me to do this. Um, so I go and sneak in there and there's like 50 dudes there. I'm like, Marcos! <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I did it. I sneak in and get out. And as soon as I get back, he's like, I need you to go kill all these dudes who are just chilling um, over by this uh, boat area that work for the Cyclops. I'm like, really? My guy? My dude? So I go and I assassinate them all very sneakily, except for the one dude who we had a fight and then we were both on fire. But I won. Um, I was less on fire than him, so I guess I got to live. Uh <laughs> I guess that's how it, it works. So, it was such a mess. There was just fire everywhere because he fell into the fire. Um, and then he got up and started running around. And I'm like, sir, now we're both on fire. Um, and then I met this guy who was clearly, uh, you know, like, whenever you eat, like, a stere- stereotypically homosexual male in a game. That was this guy. He's like oh, I got blood on my tunic. And then, like, I suppose you know how to get this out. And you're just like, I see, I see you. I, I see you. And it's like, he's like, I recognize that you are a lesbian and I am gay. And so I need you to send you on this miss- impossible mission. And I'm like, whatever. He's like, I need you to go get the Shroud of Persephone. Um, it's, it's over, it's literally next door. Like, Odysseus is old house is right next door conveniently he also is like there's a ship you can take i i crashed the ship into the shore of the other (laughs) island when i landed and i also took out someone else's ship i'm really bad going in like jack sparrow at the beginning of pirates of the caribbean (laughs) one yeah so i just i just got onto the island it wasn't that far like when i went across i'm like did i really need a boat for this so i uh it was like a it was like a channel, right? So I got across and I was like, shit, I don't have a boat anymore. And I crashed it into the other boat that was also on the shore. So it's gone too. <laughs> so I steal the shroud and I sneak out and I'm like, I wonder if I can just swim this. Guess I'll die. And I swam it. Nothing bad happened. It, I just swam it. It was fine. And I was like, is the shawl going to be wet or something? I'm like, no. And I'm like, what was the point? Of this shitty rowboat. And not only was it a shitty rowboat, but he warns me that, like, it's gonna, it's gonna be, um, like, uh, tough seas ahead. I literally could have, like, if there was a bridge, I could have walked it in ten seconds. Like, that's how dumb it was. I was like, okay, sir. So then he's like, it was all a test. Um, when you bring it to uh-huh, him, like, it was a social experiment. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's like, I need you to kill a general. A Russian and I'm like, too hard. A Russian, a Russian too hard. <laughs> he's like, I need you to, or a captain. I'm not really sure what he is. And then he's like, and I'll pay you double if you, uh, you know, kill this captain. And I'm like, sure, whatever. And it's like your way to get off this shitty island. And he's like, you may never come back. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. People are already trying to kill me here. Like, like, get me off this island. And, he's, and I'm like, well, do you have a boat? And he's like, no, you must procure your own boat. And I'm like, I do not have money to procure a boat, sir. Sir. Right? So then I fuck, I fucking, like, go down to the boat maker, dude. Because there's just conveniently one of those on this island. 
And I'm like, hey, can I have a boat? And he's like, that'll be like 300,000 drachmi, which I can only imagine was a buttload of money. Um, And she's like, you want an obsidian eye? Because also, Marcus wouldn't take it from me. He didn't want to just have it on him. He wanted to leave it with me. Um, Which I was like, you shady bitch. Uh, But like, so I... I am like he's like no I don't I don't want an um an obsidian eye he's like I want you to kill uh the henchmen of um Cyclops so I'm like fuck oh sorry fuck I have to get rid of this dude anyway like I went through all of that to sneak through his fucking camp and I'm gonna have to kill everyone anyway what is what was truly the point of any of this welcome to Assassin's Creed to be honest I was just oof. Oof. I mean, I've played Ass Creed games before, but this was just, like, a weird, a weird jaunt. I felt like I just ran in a circle. Um, but at least it's beautiful. There's cute stuff, like, every once in a while. I, uh, I'll, I'll look at a deer, and if you stand too close to it or, like, aim, um, I was trying to hit a wolf that was coming for me, but I guess, uh, my hawk, oh, he's not, she's not a hawk, she's, um, Maybe it's a he. I don't really know. My hawk, uh, or not my hawk, my eagle, Icarus, was, like, thought I was trying to hunt the deer and then just fucking took out the deer. And as it was happening, I was like, is that Icarus? And then um, Cassandra's like, look, Icarus wants to help. And I'm like, oh, what a cutie baby. Um, But, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. And I can only play it in small, like, spurts like that it's one of those games that takes a lot of my energy i think um but turning the difficulty down really made it a more like light-hearted fun experience for me and i just i just look like looking at cassandra's arm um i love arm and like the load times on that game though are fucking wild so get yourself a snack um while you're waiting for it to load but yeah, fun times, fun times on a shitty island. Well, I'll let you know what happens when I get off the island. <laughs> I hope I don't have to do fucking that fucking boat shit from... I'm going to have to do boat battles. I can just feel it in the force. That was fun in but Assassin's like, Creed 4. I did not like it. Oh, I liked it. I did not like it at all. I, I know people who really enjoyed it. I feel like it's one of those things where people either really liked it or did not like it at all. I did all the I legendary like the ship stuff. battles and everything. Oh my god. <laughs> I did not like boat stuff. It's like butt stuff, but worse. <laughs> but yeah, that's all, I think. Cool, cool. Uh, so that brings us to Salt. Um, I don't have much... Oh! I lied. Oh, there's one more. Uh, I started watching She-Ra. Oh, Fuck. yeah, yeah, Yes, just today. That's why I forgot to put it on Oh, yeah, the it just dropped, but right? It, yeah, I uh, only watched the first two episodes. First two, two and a half. Um, super cute. Everything I liked about Noel's <coughs> writing. Um, bless you. Excuse me. But a little less intense um, because it's for kids, you know? It doesn't oh, yeah, have necessarily yeah. the same, like, bite as Nimona had. Um and, like, the stories are really simplified for children, but I don't think the, like, emotional intelligence is simplified for the children. Like, there's a lot going on there. Like, they're talking about people dying and, like, um, essentially what happens when, like, people think they can just kill everybody for power. You know, gentrification. <laughs> 
colonization, all those fun things. Um, but I think they, the original She-Ra had a plot, but it was kind of vague. Um, so I think it was really that this show is really plot and, um, character heavy. The designs are super cute. The voice actors and actresses are surprising to me. Um, like one of the characters I was like, isn't this the lady from fucking that, that doctor show where he's like, he's a doctor for rich people that's on call. Um, absolutely was. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Something pains or something like that. Yeah. Royal pains. Royal pain. Yeah. Yeah. She was, um, the one of the, his, like his coworker, I guess. Um, she's the like big queen mom oh, of the princesses. Cool. Um, is pretty adorable, even though she's going to, you know, she went the dark, the dark route. Uh, she, when she gets excited, she purrs <laughs> and it's so cute. Like, she'll be talking and purring. And I guess she just kind of reminds me of Luna, to be honest. Um, yeah, Bo is really funny. I also appreciate that he's an archer named Bo. Um, this is a children's show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to remind people of that before they go getting, like, I don't know, super into it yeah. as, like, like, oh, I wanted this, this, like, this. I'm like, it's a show for children. I haven't, yeah. I haven't watched it, but it's my understanding, like, okay, so say... Voltron. Voltron is a children's show, but it's kind of like for older kids. But She-Ra is like for young girls, essentially, and it's still. No, I think I think, I think it's, it's a little older. The same age group. Same age yeah. group. Okay. Yeah, well, I think like I said I haven't watched it, so I'll trust like, you. I would say I would say um, I would say your little kids can watch it, but I would say that these I would pitch it to like. 10 to 11 year old girls maybe 7 to 10 yeah. to 11 year old girls um and boys yeah i guess uh, my point was just like it is a show for children so yeah so don't get bo- booty tickled um about the fact that it seems like it's a show for children that's because it is a show for children um but there's still there's still plenty of uh you know fun fight scenes and explosions as as there sh- as there should be in any yeah. show for children, um, and like I said, the emotional depth of the characters isn't sacrificed. For the plot is simplified, but the emotional depth of each character isn't. Um, Which is also good really because in the original story. Shira, like there was not really nobody. Had- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there nobody really had character in the original Shira, whereas these characters like have their own personalities and wants and desires outside of I'm good and I'm evil. Does Shira start out uh, vacuuming? <laughs> no, she did not. <laughs> Turns out uh actually I don't want to spoil that surprise for you, but she's a badass warrior. Let's she starts out that way yeah. and continues. I mean, I've seen the way. trailer. So Yeah. Um, but she's not working for, um, the rebellion at first. Yeah, that's, that's in the trailer, so I wouldn't even really consider that a spoiler. Yeah, the fact that she's working for the, um, I don't she, want to call him the dark side. The turncoat. She turns in, she's a turncoat, essentially. So. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was an interesting, like, way to handle that. Uh, but yeah, animation is beautiful, and I just, I recommend it if you want something lighthearted. Lord, please don't let what happened to Voltron happen to Shira. Oh God! <laughs> please God, no. God protect the cast and creators of Shira. <laughs> let them be safe. Let the fandom be mild. Please, children, keep it together. Yeah. Don't steal any bones from graveyards. 
Was that actually a Voltron fandom thing? It was. Oh my god. Oh god. Alrighty. Okay, sorry Jake, didn't mean to No, interrupt. it's all good. I was just laughing as I was thinking about how, yeah, it's a show for kids and people that are probably going to complain like, I don't remember she being this way. And I'm like, yeah, because you were a kid. So, <laughs> yeah, it was also OG Voltron sucks. So. Yeah. <laughs> I like OG and people are probably gonna get mad at me about this, but I watched OG She-Ra and it sucked. Like yeah. it's not good. It's not yeah. quality. Like you can only improve upon it, to be honest. Um and I I don't know, I think I think I'm proud of uh Noel for like pitching it three years ago apparently and yeah. now it's out and she's seeing it and i think a bunch of people worked hard on it. there are some big animation jumps that i've seen so far but i i mean like they're a small company so i don't want to come at them for it but there are a couple of times i'm like where's the sword it's just <laughs> oh no and then she reappears with it and i'm like mm, no. where was she keeping that and then there's a couple of times where like her hair was all messy but then in the next shot it's perfect again and i'm like i have questions i have comments questions and concerns and it's right before yeah. the transformation sequence so you know that that probably is just stock um or like they animated it once and then they're reusing it you know kind of some of the same things that sailor moon had going on for it yeah um all that early animation and i I don't want to. I don't want to be like mean because I know how hard it is to animate a show, and I don't want to be like nitpicky. But there are some of those things. Um, not so. Not quite as bad as like in Scooby Doo when a fucking wall appeared behind them well, that wasn't there before. H- Hanna Barbara does not really compare. Yeah, yeah. but uh, they do you just you know if you if you want to have a fun time, want to play a drinking game with with Jesse. Um, <laughs> Notice how many times stuff just disappears off the screen or just immediately changes from one angle to another. It's real fucking funny. Um, But, you know, I am an adult watching this, so I'm going to give them a break. Like, I don't think kids would notice, but I noticed. (laughs) Well, the the age group that this is pitched to might notice. Some of them. They might. Um, I mean... I, I'm really enjoying a lot of um, how they're handling relationships between people, too. And there's, like, this super cute part where uh, I, there's just super cute things that I'm enjoying, little intricacies of people's characters. Like how when Glimmer uses her powers too much, she starts to fade because her powers are, like, light and glimmering and teleportation, you know? Um, or, like I said, the little thing with Catra where she purrs. She also likes to sleep curled up at um adora's feet when they they'll like share a bunk bed but she doesn't sleep in hers she curls up like a cat at the bottom of a adora's bed which is super cute to me i'm like look at these gals being pals look at this cute friendship um and i don't know i think they're doing a really good job at like also making people see that people aren't just one way they can change or maybe like things that you thought were just inherently about a certain person like oh all people like this are bad well it turns out that essentially adora was raised by a military cult so she doesn't know anything and some of the other characters start to realize oh she doesn't know about this like she's not intentionally bad she was just raised by like a cult of people (laughs) who taught Mm -hmm. her a certain thing you know um And it's up to her to make her own decisions about what she thinks is right and wrong. But, yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, yeah, so then that moves us into Salt. 
I usually say oh, that. Oh, wait. Again. No, just kidding. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I forget about Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> But, uh, no, speaking of, like, the trailers, um, I guess there's, like, Toy Story 4 that's gonna be coming out, and, um, I I don't really have that big a connection to Toy Story. I know it means a lot to a lot of people, but... They ended it with three. Like, it had a strong ending. Yeah. done now. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know if, like, yeah, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks are (laughs) strapped for cash, but... (laughs) Um, but yeah, like I, it was weird because they were like, "Oh, this new character, Forky or Sporky or so." I don't know, but I'm like, "Eh," I didn't really much care about it. And then today they dropped the freaking Key and Pill teaser trailer that's like making fun of the teaser trailer, and I absolutely like loved it because it's just Key and Pill doing their valet shtick from their show, and it's like one of my favorite things ever that's why i call bruce willis bruce willies and um <laughs> uh was it uh <laughs> uh liam neeson's um because it's, it's just that like it's just that gag or whatever and they do the whole like to infinity and your mom and they're like no that's not right <laughs> and they're like uh insanity and a blonde and they're like no that's not it and like and then they have like yeah like Buzz and Woody come out, and then he's like, "No, to infinity and beyond." They're like, "Ah, you're a dummy! Like, you can't go beyond infinity! Like, you don't know science!" And so you don't like, know this. science, yeah. And so it's just like pure like key and pill goodness. And I'm like, "Crap! Am I gonna want to watch this now?" So I don't. I don't but you know. have a kid, so you're yeah, probably gonna watch it. And then what was funny is, as like I was showing my wife the trailer, he runs up and he's having a blast watching. Uh, I guess Jordan Peele is a, like a bunny rabbit, and then of course Key, who is the loudest of the two, is like this little like fuzzy little ducky. So of course he's small and like boisterous or whatever, and he's having a ball watching them just joke around. But I'm like, they're probably not going to be that in the movie. <laughs> probably other maybe than this trailer or a couple scenes. But um, so I guess yeah, I'm going to have to test the water on Toy Story because he seemed to have a ball with that little. Um, trailer and then um i was i kind of got a little salty at this i was watching um a content creator on youtube that does like anime stuff and they were saying how like they are predicting detective pikachu to be the best video game movie made yet and um yeah and then like they they said some other comments about like oh well you know maybe it's just a really good edit you know like editors can make anything look good and like made you know like oh made this movie look almost watchable look good (laughs) hey Hey. Hey. um (laughs) and then so uh so i was like hey and like i kind of got like a little salty at some of the stuff he made like i i figured it was just more like for fun or his opinion but I still got a little salty. But then I was curious when they said, like, the best video game movies. I'm like, well, how many? I'm pretty there sure there's probably video few. game movies that I've missed, there's right? quite a lot. Yeah, there's, like, I think I saw a list that was, like, over 35 or 34 or something ridiculous. Um, granted, most of them were, like, Resident Evil movies. But, and, yeah, like, a lot of Resident two... Evil movies, a lot of Uwe Boll productions. Yeah. And um, so then I was looking through this list, and I never knew... That there was a dead or alive movie. 
And because I was never, I was never really into Dead or Alive. The only thing I know Dead or Alive for is how like they had the volleyball game. Yeah, Dead or Alive beach That's, volleyball. This is the only thing I really know. <laughs> Dead like or Alive beach volleyball. I yeah. used to be fucking dope at Dead or Alive. Like fun fact about Jesse. <laughs> Real fun fact about Jesse. I was super good at that game. Yeah, like I don't. I'm pretty sure I've never played it, so I don't. I don't really know. What was it like? Is there like the first game of boob physics or something? Like what was they? The... They had they were famous for jiggle physics, but I don't know if they were the first to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I know that's why the whole beach volleyball thing happened, right? Because of that. Or something like that. I, listen, you're asking the wrong person about dead or alive lore. Okay, I don't remember anything about the allure because when I was playing it, I was way too young to probably be playing this. Um, <laughs> Because my brother-in-law had a bunch of video games. Uh, I, shit, I was so gay and I didn't even know it. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, my favorite part about this game is it had an unreasonable amount of women in it. And by unreasonable, I mean perfect amount. Um, but yeah, I do remember the boob jig- jiggle-, jiggle physics. But I was pretty damn fucking good at it. Um, it was like a fight game. Like Yeah. 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 Um, but... I will never forget when I hear an embarrassing story about Jesse. Um, <laughs> when I was a child, I got in a fight with my brother because uh, I beat him. And he was 22, I think. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I would probably be 10 then. Maybe maybe he was younger than 22. He was in his early, early, early 20s. So maybe 21, 22. Um, and... Uh, I, I, he was being rude about it. He's like, you can't just do that. And so I spit on him. And <laughs> my mom, he went and told my mom. And he's like, Jesse just spit on me, right? And my mom was like, Jesse, we don't spit on people. And Jeremy, you are in your 20s and you are tattling on your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Justice. <laughs> but yeah, I spit, on, I spit on my brother over dead or alive. So. <laughs> Put that yeah. on your t- tagline, dead or alive. Dead or alive. I spit on my brother because of you. <laughs> yeah, so then like I was like, well, now I have to watch this trailer because I never knew it was a movie. And it has a... Uh... Spoilers, it's bad. Wowzers, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like Jamie Lee Presley from like My Name is Earl is probably like the biggest name. <laughs> other than... um, Crap, what's that other guy's name? Eric... Eric something. Uh, God dang it. I'm going to forget his Do name. Do I look like I <laughs> know all the actors? I have the IMDb actor page for oh. um, Dead or Alive memorized. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I know he was one of the mafia guys in, like, um, uh, the Batman with Heath Ledger, where Bat- uh, Batman throws him off to, like, uh, fire escape. Like, he's like, it won't kill oh. me. And he throws What's him. that guy's name? It's Eric something, he was in, I think. He was in the Doctor Who movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. He Do was I... the master in the Doctor Who movie. Fuck, oh what's his God. name? Yeah, it's gonna, like, kill you. It's Eric something, I know that much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. K's <laughs> on the case. Okay, yeah, you'll find it. But, um, yeah, I think he's the bad guy, because he's always the bad guy, right? <laughs> I mean, some um, people just get typecast. Yeah, yeah. And so, um... Yeah, so he's the bad guy, and then it's just, like, the whole, like, you know, dead or alive, you can fight at any moment, and blah, 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 and it's just, like, just... 
Eric Roberts. Hey, there you go, Eric Roberts. I knew it was Eric something. Um. The only Eric I can think about right now is Eric Andre. That's it. Eric, I was going to say Eric Banna, but I'm like, that's not the right Eric. It was definitely not Eric Andre or Eric Banna. <laughs> Eric Roberts. There you go. Isn't he like Julia Roberts' like brother? I, I, I don't I'm know. Sure Why are you asking us the lore of the Roberts family? <laughs> he was in a bunch of soap operas. I was just asking you to like fact check me. Right? The, Isn't it? the lore of the to the Roberts fact family. Listen, I already closed the Wikipedia page because apparently my computer can't handle shit tonight. So I <laughs> yeah, don't know. Cool. What's his name? Eric Roberts. Yeah, Eric Roberts. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Julie Roberts' brother. The second I open another tab, like, my, everything freezes. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh god, it's just it's it's so bad. Just go on a journey and watch it. Some yeah, of the best. He's Julia Roberts' brother. Yay! I don't know why I know this stupid trivia, but I do. <laughs> um, yeah, like there's like a like a pan, like a left to right pan, but it's like of a girl's butt, and then, like yeah. Like, and then like, you can like full screen, full screen booty shot. Yeah, and I'm just like, but why? And then they show they have to dead show, or alive. yeah, because dead or alive. And then they have to show you that they have a volleyball scene in the middle of the movie because dead or alive volleyball. And and then the best part is, uh, I forget what this wrestler's name is, but I know him from wrestling. Barges into one of their rooms and just, and I guess he's playing like the the dad. And he's like, Dad, don't come in here, and. It's Jamie Lee Presley in bed with the other like co-star, and then he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry." And she's like, "No, Dad, it's not like that. She's a fighter." And he's like, "Okay, sure." And they're like, "No, like blah blah blah." What? Yeah, and then like the other girl like puts her head on her shoulder. Yeah, and he's like, "You know what? Never mind, sweetie. I'll just come back tomorrow." Or blah blah blah. It's just such a wild. Just go on a journey. Just grab yourself a snack. Go on YouTube. Type in "Dead or Alive" movie trailer. And just, just you know, astral project. What <laughs> took me on a wild ride? Um, so, Kay, I think on this podcast before had recommended uh, the cosmonaut. I don't know if you recognize recommended it here or if you just personally linked me the video of the cosmonaut. Um, I sent I sent show. you the Good Burger video off yeah. the record. Yeah, yeah, um, Good Burger video, which you guys should actually watch because it's fucking hilarious about how Ed is actually yeah. an elder god. Basically, um, like, I guess uh, this guy, um, Cosmonaut, does, um, like, streams through Patreon of these movies where he and his friends comment over them, but he releases, like, super cuts to YouTube of all the funniest parts. <laughs> and so the first one they did was Good Burger, which they called Horror of the Old Gods, which is already pretty funny. Um, yeah. But they also did... I was, evolution. I was watching, yeah, last night I was like, hey, Kay, I'm watching the Dragon Ball Evolution um, <laughs> fucking Cosmonaut Theater. And that's, you know, I really didn't want to watch the whole movie. So it was like 13 minutes was just the perfect amount of how much movie I needed yeah. to get. I 100% recommend this, but it also reminds me of the part where he like force opens the lockers and the guy's like, actually... Goku can do that because in his fight against, and I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> but it, it is pretty fucking hilarious. The Chi Chi dead ass has a line where she's like, just because my name is Chi Chi doesn't mean I'm an idiot. And if fucking, they're like, what does that mean? And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, I don't know, but this is definitely racist somehow. Like, <laughs> and she's like, so like all the like non main main characters are actually Asian, and everybody else is white or like yeah. 
Yeah, it's fucking wild. And um and it's so weird that like it's so hard to listen to this white dude be called Goku. It just truly is. It's yeah. so hard. Bulma's hair isn't even aqua. It's just like there's streaks in it. There they go to this random village and people are just speaking Japanese but it's like a weird future village so now I'm confused and they're like maybe it's the 40s and he's like she's got a ray gun um <laughs> then they talk about so, how the vampire spike is freaking Piccolo oh yeah they do oh trust me they talk about Piccolo actually his de- his like death in this movie is pretty canon um which is kind of funny like the shit that they picked to be canon in this movie they just made up a dude also um sifu norris <laughs> so like, like this isn't this isn't from the cosmonaut video but whenever we talk about anybody talks about dragon ball evolution i remember a different like video commentary slash review supercut that i saw and the only joke from that i remember is when um a character's like with these dragon balls and there's a pause and one of them's just like Ivy Web. <laughs> <laughs> also, the part where like the um the dude is trying to teach him how to um make fire, right? The like fire energy balls, and he can't do it. But then Chi Chi is like makes him stand in a circle of unlit lanterns and is like light them. Um, and there's five la- unlit lanterns and there's, uh, you're five steps away from me. And she's like, for every lantern you light, you can take a step closer to me, right? And, the, and then suddenly he can do it. And the guy's like, what? He could just light them now because he wants pussy? And he's like, that's <laughs> how it works! <laughs> yep, that's how it works. <laughs> Sorry, your, like, review of this movie just reminded me of the wonders that was the this particular viewing of <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution, which was so good. Yeah, and I think I said this at the time, but Cosmonaut Variety Hour is the person that came up with evil Elon Musk. So <laughs> nice. Uh, but, yeah, that that was my my pre salt. I just had. That. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. glad I interrupted then. No, yeah, no, it was great. Made it seem like I had a lot more salt. <laughs> um, I just put here embroider. Because <laughs> that's like all I'm doing right now. Um, I've been embroidering while we talk about the podcast, and I um, I had to make a bunch of tassels out of embroidery floss, which I talked about on Twitter last night. But basically, like I made so many. I bought out my local Michaels and Joanne, like the ones closest to me. I bought out their entire stock of this one specific color of embroidery thread, and I made like 40, 50 tassels. And I made a belt that I sat in stitch appliqued, red triangles onto, and everybody thought it, I, like, even at the moment, I was like, this looks like a white mage cosplay, and everybody thought it was a white mage cosplay, and I'm like, no, it's a bard. Now that I've got the tassels on, it looks more like the bard costume, but, um, so, like, I, I made that, and then I, um, I had to, you know, I, I sewed one end closed, and then sewed up the side, and then turned it inside out, and I had to hand sew the other side closed so there wouldn't be a seam on the outside, and, like, the... The heat and bond glue that I used for the applique made the fabric so thick. Like, it's satin. It's not that thick, but this fabric was because of the glue. And so, like, between that... And then I had to sew all the tassels onto the end again through that really thick fabric. So now I've got blisters on my fingers from the needle. And I I was two... blisters on my fingers. I was two tassels short of finishing that belt. Ah! 
So I have to make, I had to go out and the Joann's and Michael's near my house didn't get that, that, that thread back in stock. So I had to go to a farther one and get more of that color of thread. And I just need to make like two or three more and then I'll finally be done. But my fingers hurt. So I didn't do it tonight, but I'm still, I'm embroidering the, um, green triangles that outline uh every fucking seam on the bard costume it's the like every outer edge all around the neck and the bottom edge and the like weird sleeve cutouts and the edge of the sleeve everything so i've got like 50 triangles each side and i've done uh hold on um i've done eight and a half So it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. Um, how slow this was. What? I said I forgot how slow this was. I it's it, very slow. Yeah, I'm doing it right now because Kay reminded me and I wanted to do this thing. And then I'm like, why did I choose to do this to myself? It's very slow. <laughs> I was hoping to have this done for ALA, but I don't know if it's gonna happen. Pray for me, I guess. Um uh going away from the cosplay stuff, I got Castlevania season two episode eight really sucks. I <laughs> warned y'all. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I love that. I I was like, I'm glad. I'm actually super glad that you also feel that way because I was like, maybe I'm just bitter. Like, and no. that's still a possibility. I'm bitter about a lot of things, but like, I just felt like that episode was so fucking unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Episode time. seven has a really strong ending, in my opinion. That would have worked really well as the end yeah. of the season yeah. uh, and the end of that story arc. But then the, the episode eight is essentially an epilogue. And a lot of the stuff that's in there that's sort of tangentially important is stuff that could have been handled in previous episodes of the series. Um, like, I, I don't want to spoil too much of it because it only just came out this month. But, like, there's a whole bit with Trevor and Saifa having a conversation that's completely unnecessary and could have been totally excised from the series without any detriment to it at all. Like, yep. it's just, and it kind of just feels like, well, Saifa and Trevor get together in the game, so they have to be romantic interests now, but they have, like, basic, basically no chemistry. And, but but there's, barely... they're straight, so they look into each other's eyes, and they're married now, and <laughs> just... They're like, we love each other. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, oh, were they bicker? I'm like, all three of them bicker. So are they all married? Yeah, they... they, Saifa and Trevor have about as much chemistry as Alucard and Saifa or Trevor and Alucard. But... I'm like, work for it. God damn it. Like, when they were... When they first started introducing the romance, like, in the underground stuff, I was like, oh, you know? Like, look at this. They're trying. I thought that was the... Tracy. I thought that was the soft beginning of this. No, that's it. That's all you get. It's a <laughs> fucking hit it and quit it situation as far as, like, how much romance we're gonna get. Yeah, yeah and, like, I, again, the, it's all spoilers. I don't really want to go into spoilers, but there's there's a lot that's, like, the way that episode eight picks up after seven left off is, like, really bad and fucked up in a way. And, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just it's just it was just it was just really, really bad. Um, and the season would have been better off without it. So even even that's without my the like opinion, two, that's <laughs> just that's just like my opinion, man. Uh, I don't know, but 
Maybe we'll do a spoiler cast where I can really rip into it sometime, but not right now on the main podcast. Um, and the last thing I have is um, there was an out- announcement about Final Fantasy XV. Uh, ha, you thought it'd be fourteen, but it's actually fifteen this time. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy XV was re- preparing to release their second season of DLC, oh, so it's yeah. going to be Episode Arden, Episode um luna episode aranea and episode noctis which by the way i didn't talk about it at the time but i have serious beef with them ever really seeing episode noctis like what the entirety of final fantasy 15 was an episode noctis enough for you yeah. assholes seriously you couldn't you couldn't do an episode rabbis and then they talked about doing an episode rabbis and then walked it back and like okay sir not appearing in this game is going to be sir not appearing in this game forever uh, especially now officially that they've canceled that season of dlc yeah. Uh, so I'm really glad that I didn't pay for the season pass because I have doubts that they're going to issue refunds. Um, they are still going to ep- release episode Arden, which I'm glad for. Um, I assume that one was nearing completion. Yeah. Um, Before and the director quit or whatever. The yeah. yeah, the director quit. Um, he is going his separate ways or something. I don't. I don't know the full story. I, I think I, he's starting his own studio. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not sure if that studio is like an offshoot or subsidiary of Square Enix, or if it's like he's actually starting his own studio, or because there was something about another studio in there that I don't remember. But I don't know. It's all very complicated. But they're not releasing that DLC anymore. They're not going to do any future DLC. They're essentially just ending it here, which maybe is for the best because 15 at this point is kind of a shambling corpse. Yeah. Um, they just keep releasing new content for this game that should have been finished years ago and it's <laughs> yeah. uh, but i'm i'm really mad that episode luna and episode rna aren't coming out because yeah, i was really sucks. excited about those ones because luna really is just like a sexy lamp in the main game and it yeah. sucks because she should have more of a character she doesn't and i just really liked rna so yeah like RNA what can badass. i say um and then Additional salt on this is that at the same time they announced their 14-15 crossover event, and there's going to be, like, one for each game. Um, and they released the trailer for the 15 side of things, uh, and they're going to have, like, a Garuda fight, and there's, like, a whole thing with a... There's a whole thing with, like, a Mikote coming in and being like, they're going to summon a god, you have to stop them! Like, you're talking to Noctis. <laughs> like, he summons gods all the all time. The time yeah. <laughs> but, um... And I, I don't have salt specifically about that. Like, I'm actually kind of excited for it. What I do have salt about is this person on Instagram that was like, that <laughs> was like, oh, all these basic bitches are going to start cosplaying Mikote now without ever playing Final Fantasy fourteen. And like, who cares? cares? And maybe I'm extra salty because I have also cosplayed the Mikote starter set. And so I guess I fall into that basic bitch category, although I have played fourteen. But like, who cares? Let people, people wear what they want. People trying to gatekeep. Yeah, yeah let like, people wear whatever they want. How many of those Deadpool cosplayers actually <laughs> fucking read Deadpool? Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, and it's, it's just it's that just... when women do it, suddenly it's like, oh, well, you don't actually do this thing. You're just excuse me. You, and if you, in order to cosplay this character, you have to complete this 100 question exam, and like, it's just it's stupid. It's it's a cute costume. It's relatively simple to make. Like people are gonna like it and they're gonna want to dress up as this cute cat girl and there's nothing wrong with that. Let people enjoy things 2K18. Yeah. So also, who the f- 
fuck doesn't want to see a bunch of cute cat girls? I have I have beef with whoever is just like, <laughs> I don't want there to be a bunch of cute cat girls at conventions. Who are yeah. you, sir? It just, it just stinks of the, like, oh, you know, they're only going to do it because it's sexy because God forbid, God forbid a woman want to dress in a sexy costume. Yeah. Heaven for yeah. friends. Like, nothing know, could be worse. Have- they wouldn't have trouble with it if they could inappropriately touch women oh, while they yeah. were wearing the costumes. But since since women have finally said, please don't touch me, they're suddenly super, like, against it. You yeah, not I do want to add, sexy. I do want to add that um, as far as I know, this person is a straight woman. So there's also that, like, extra icing of internalized misogyny on top of it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it. I love mm-hmm. every second of it. Yeah, it just, it's great. Yeah. I like it. I love it. I can't get a fucking enough of it. Just let people do just like so oh okay, I could see why this person wouldn't want to see a bunch of cute cat girls. Foolish. Yeah. Foolish mortal. You will not survive the winter as Kate. Yeah, Lee you are says. weak and you will not survive the winter. Like Let- if it was a bunch of cute basic cat boys, you'd probably be super into it though. Uh, yeah, and Noctis is part as part of this um event, Noctis is getting the uh default male Mikote outfit as like a skin That's complete cute. with ears, and it's really cute. Okay. Um and as far as I can tell, she didn't have anything mean to say about that. So that's interesting. I like how I just got excited about Noctis having cat Noctis ears right yeah, now. It's, cat boy. They, like I, they was, did, I was like, eh. They and did like, a like, really Noctis good job caught... picking like outfits that suit the characters. So they got like, um, like Ignis gets the default male Elizin skin. And um, Gladio gets the default male Rokadin skin. Uh, oh I don't remember. God. I don't know if Prompto gets one. Hang on. Damn, Noctis. Uh. Oh my god. Hold on. Now I have to do it. Where's my cute cat boy? <laughs> yeah, like I like how I was like, oh, that sounds like a cool event. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Noctis is a Oh, cat they gave Prompto like, the, the uh, higher hu- human equivalent skin, which is boring. And they should make him a cat boy, too. They should make him a cat boy. They should make him a Lollafell. They should make him a Lollafell. Oh my god. Oh my god. That would be awesome. <laughs> what is it, Final Fantasy 15? Final Fantasy 15 x Final Fantasy 14 crossover. It's nothing like special, oh, okay. but Noctis looks real cute, and they all look real good. I'm excited about it. I love how we're just like, hey, hold on, this was the salt, but like, uh-huh. it's very important to me that I see Catboy Noctis. Oh, he's so cute! Yeah. Look at this boy. <laughs> yep. I'm excited about this. <laughs> I am definitely going to play it. Yeah. I'm going to haul my copy like... of 15 out and I'm going to play it. Wait, what do you have to do to do this though? Is it just like a DLC what? or do you have to do something? I think it's going to be like the um, Assassin's Creed Festival where it's the a free Creed DLC. Festival that's Festival sounds so awful. I'm it's sorry. <laughs> no, actually, actually, Jesse, it was way fun. Oh, okay. But, like, it was just like... They and the, they had like the Choco Mog Festival, and then they had the Assassin's Creed Festival, um, and they were like free but time limited DLCs. So you downloaded them and you played them um, within a certain time frame. But like, I got all the like, I got the it was the the one that's set in Egypt, um, Origin, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so yeah, it was yeah. that it was themed around that one. So I got like that costume for the boys and. Um, 
it, but that one, that one was actually pretty fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. Um, I didn't get to play the Tokemog Festival when I wasn't into 15 at that time. But then, so I, I assume it's going to be like that, where it's like a time-limited free DLC that you can play, and then if you play it in a certain time frame, you get all these outfits. Isn't that fun? But they might also make you pay five bucks for it. I don't know. Um, I'd pay five bucks for it, though. I would pay between five and fifteen dollars for yeah, it. For sure. I, would not <laughs> I love how you <laughs> have a very specific number, Kay. I would. I would pay not. I would not pay more than like twenty bucks for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it it looks good. I was just really mad at that one person for being like, how how dare women dress in the Mikote starter set again? I'm just extra salty because I wore that costume. So I'm just like, how dare you talk shit about me behind my back? Me personally, <laughs> a person you don't know, but like, I and you're just like I looked cute as fuck, and I'm I like did look people. cute as fuck, and like just because it's a simple costume doesn't mean that you can't work hard on it, and I did, and fuck you, random person on Instagram. Anyway, that's my salt. Oh my god, this fan art just as a cat boy. I'm loving it. <laughs> It's real now. It's real. Everybody, listen, fun fact about Jesse that everybody already knows I love cat boys and girls, which is probably, like, why when um, Katra showed up and she was, like, this ultimate tsundere cat girl, I was like, sweet child is now my child. I've adopted her. She immediately reminded me of Luna, and I was like, this, I know that she's supposed to be, like, a cat person, but she's just Luna. Um, But, yeah. Let's see. My salt. My salt is kind of convoluted today. Um, oh, fuck. There's just, there's just little pieces of bang in my hair. I have a lot of salt. Um, capitalism is the only salt written here, but I'm going to start with something else. There's this dude who sits next to me in my math class, and he's, he's as I've talked to you about before, about him, like, just pulling my notes out of my hands and blah, 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 blah. He fucking, he fucking borrowed a pencil, like, weeks ago. I'm in fucking, listen, I'm so mad. He borrowed a pencil weeks ago, and he thinks I don't, didn't remember that he never gave it back. But I know what my pencil looked like. It's like this pink pencil, and it ran out of lead, and then he got rid of it, and then he's been asking to borrow another pencil that I've been militant about getting back, right? Because I know that he stole my last one. I'm like, my dude, my guy, I sit next to you. I fucking see you using the pencil that I gave you. I'm not dumb, right? Like... Jesus. And the thing was, is like, he mooches everything off of me. My answers, he like, and unless that he's got the answer and then he never slows down to explain it to the group, he just got it. But if he needs the answer, he's like, everybody needs to slow down and accommodate me. And like, today we're going over the answers to the group portion of the test. And he's like, I knew this is what it was. But he, during that portion of the test, was on his phone texting someone and letting all of the not men in the group um fucking figure out the answers and like i'm sorry you didn't get the correct answer for this that's not my problem and he's like it's all right as if it's my fault like if you knew the fucking way to do it you should have spoken up instead of texting someone goddamn piece of shit i'm just gonna wait till this class is over and I'm gonna fist fight him. And that's just how it's gonna be. Because I'm so fucking sick of it. And then someone reminded me, um, in this chat I'm in, they're like, 
uh, oh, next time he asks for a pencil, give him this. And it's that post about that girl who got one of those giant pencils and was like, what am I going to do with this? But then put it in her backpack and waited for someone to ask her for a pencil and then handed them this giant ass pencil. That's what I'm going to do. I need one of those terrible giant ass pencils they have for kids, like the ones that's bigger than your head. And next time he fucking asks me for a pencil, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've got one right here and hand him this giant fucking pencil and be like, do you want to use it now, bitch? Um, yeah, I'm I'm so angry. I'm just booty tickled because I'm like, I can't carry you. Like, I'm not Sam carrying Frodo and the ring. Like, come on. Um, and he's not dumb. He just, I think he's just lazy. Uh, like, he won't do it if someone else will do it for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it just, it, I, don't, I think it just ticks me off because it reminds me of all the people who fucking just used me in high school. You know? Like, because I was a nerd. Um, but anyway, that happened. Um, and then, I don't know, I talked a little bit about this on, uh, Twitter, but today I posted that fucking tape deck and the, the, the like, Walkman. <laughs> yeah. And they only sold two cassettes next to it, which were Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and the, a single Guns N' Roses album. <laughs> that was it. Those were the two tapes you could choose from and this walkman so then i kind of you know got upset with it uh upset about it with some friends and they didn't really understand why i was upset and i'm just like because because like and and i i'm not saying that we can't participate in capitalism because i know we must like i have to pay for gas so i can go to school but i'm not fucking happy about it but like i'm not i'm also not saying people can't enjoy these things because my friend pointed out maybe you have a tape left over that you can't listen to and i'm like i feel like 27 dollars is a steep price to listen to one tape that you have somewhere um but like I just don't understand why you want to prey on my nostalgia. Well, I understand why you want to prey on my nostalgia as a company to make me pay money. for shittier sound quality. Yeah, I've got to have money. But it's just frustrating when those same people are also saying that, like, millennials are killing all of these industries. But, and so we're not going to give them benefits or basic human rights or, you know, money. But we want them to spend what tiny money they have on these toys. Because won't it make your life better? No. Is it going to fix the fucking air quality that I'm currently breathing in? No. Is it going to fix the drought in California? No. Is it going to fucking fix the fucking giant hole we've burned in the ozone layer? No. It's not. It's not going to fix any of that. This fucking handheld organ trails isn't going to fix any of my problem. It's not going to pay off my student loans. And I'm big mad that you have the goddamn audacity as a company to fucking prey on my nostalgia to sell me bullshit i don't need like i'm there i'm there at this point and i was and like i my friend was like you know it, it the days are getting shorter and it's affecting my mood so maybe it's just making you cranky and i'm like it probably is you're probably right but also i've been living in silent hill for like fucking a week now and like then fucking he who must not be named has the right to blame it on the park system oh and i'm like yeah. the which has nothing to do with the fact that this is one of the worst droughts we've had in history. It's yeah. never been this dry before. So the grass is unusually dry to begin with. Second of all, you're the one who defunded those programs, you piece of garbage. Like, come on. And then it's just, it's just, you have to know that a lot of these people fighting these fires are like inmates. They are 
in prison essentially and when they get out of prison they won't be viable to apply for the job of a firefighter but it was fine when they were basically owned by the state like come on now you pieces of garbage like i just get so angry at this world and there's no there's nowhere to there's nowhere to bring it nobody wants my anger and that's fair you don't want to think about it like i don't want to think about it but i'm just waiting for 10 to 15 years from now when they try to fucking sell me a fucking portable cd player that skips every time i hit a bump in the road and then like five cds and like they're all twice the price of the cd's original cost and i'm like jesus christ (laughs) i have like a lot of anger as you can tell um just festering inside me my lungs are also a little fucked up um and i'm congested from all the smoke i've been wearing a mask but it like gets in my house too and i've been doing the best there's no escaping it like yeah like a whole fucking town is gone and we've just moved on it's like how recently like we have all these shootings but we just move on people just move the fuck on it's outrageous well like did you hear about that one where they shut the the security guard it just like happened. Yeah. And I'm like, why isn't anybody talking about this? Why is it like some random? Oh, people retweet? are talking about it. Just I not, haven't seen like, nobody to- not not in my like little circle or anything. Like not no on the news. Like, yeah, it gets, seen, yeah, I mean, like I've been seeing gets, plenty about it on Twitter. So people are talking about it, just not like official venues. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. And I'm like, this is wild. Can we just talk about this? Can we can we have a public conversation? Yeah. And like you know when like fucking the departments that are supposed to protect our environment are ran by a sentient piece of coal. Like, (laughs) I just, I'm just tired, I think, and I'm scared. And I think it's hit me real hard because it's wintertime and I'm supposed to be thinking about, like, the holiday season. And instead I'm thinking about how I can't breathe. And I, it took so long for it to finally get cold and it's still not as cold as it usually is. And there hasn't rained in so long. And I'm just seeing our world deteriorate around me and it's making me really depressed. And I'm trying to like stave that off. But instead of like it, what it's becoming is like that depression is getting all corroded and filled with crude oil, you know, like the kind that's spilled into the Gulf of Mexico and is now spilling into my soul and gunking it all up with anger like and what am i to do like i vote and i do what i'm supposed to do but it's just i'm just one fucking person you know and all i can do is do my best and hope that everybody just tries to do their best in the world so that like together we stand united um but yeah it's it's definitely i'm definitely having a time and i wanted to share it all with you this time just to get it out there in case you're also having a time like Pop culture stuff is, like, bothering me, but I also am, I also want y'all to know that I also think about other things. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this, this terrible writing in this cartoon, but deep down in my soul, I'm like, I'm broken, and everything else is broken. Um, but I can only hope that, you know, we try to move forward from this. I also just, like, I can't be bothered to spend money unless I absolutely have to. And then if I do spend money, it's just like, I could have bought meals with this, you know? Yeah. It's just been one of those sorts of deals. Then the holiday season is coming up, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, my dudes, my guys. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my salt, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk about how 
Everything is dying and I'm scared. Ah, uh, the ah uh, is on the on the slide that opens up my tech talk too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my salt. Well, that brings us to imported salt. Um, the first one comes from Lord of the Likes, but jolly at night underscore twitten. Who says, uh, this week's alt, I'm very emotional about cowboys. No specifics because spoilers, but Jake knows what the fuck I'm on about. And yes, I do. So I was like, where are you? And they're like, this thing happened. I'm like, uh-huh. And then this thing happened. I'm like, oh boy, getting warmer. And then this thing happened. I'm like, yep. Um, so it's like me recently and playing the vault in 14 when I was like, ah, in my link show was like, ah, oh, you're at that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting how everything plays out, but like, I want to be like, and then this happens. Um, but they got the, the D'Angelo part. So <laughs> perfect. Like, yeah, That's yeah. the most important part of this show. Yeah. I'm just like this show. God this damn show. it, Jesse. Yeah, I'm like D'Angelo, which is funny because like it happens like way late in the game, and like in I think the first Red Dead Redemption, it more happens towards the middle, because I remember that being like one of these moments where I'm like an actual song is playing in my video game. This is crazy, um, and then I'm like, who's Jose Gonzalez? I'm buying all his albums, um, and then like for it to be D'Angelo, but then like it's weird because then like it's uh, it happens a lot more. So I'm like, mm. what happened? D'Angelo like kicked off the like cowboy mixtape, and now every every writing scene has like a what's it called? But yeah, no, it's just gonna get more emotional, my dude. So um, stay Rip. tuned. Rip you. Yeah. Um, I'll take the next one. We're not wizards. Tabletop Christmas decoration at We're Not Wizards. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I love show notes, but I totally understand the struggle is real, Jake. It's an extra pain as being part of this creation of content gig. I post them every time, but wonder if anyone ever reads them. Ever. Just wanted to also give big thanks to Jake for guesting on the show, as I had such a great time chatting all things music and Monopoly, and can't wait for people to be screaming at me for the lack of cardboard chat. <laughs> Only salt is that I'm currently questioning how the hell Immortal Unchained got such bad reviews when I'm having such fun with it. One more thing, I tweeted that Jake's review of Red Dead 2 was one of the most honest reviews I've heard so far, only to be accused that I was claiming that all other reviewers were therefore dishonest. <laughs> oh, okay. Argue over the word I used over my point. Cool arguments, bruh. Once again, reminded why certain parts of the gaming community can just fucking do one. Yeah, that was weird. I just love the Scottishism of fucking do one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I too love the uh, logical fallacy of oh, well, you said this one thing is good, which means that you think all other things are bad. And it's like, yeah. no. That was it. And yeah, I think it was just because I was just like, yo, like, like the controls are really clunky. Like, that's the, that's the worst thing about this game is the controllers get so clunky and complicated and the cover system is kind of a little broken. And there's a lot of stuff that, like, you get used to just because you're playing over 50 hours of gameplay. So you just yeah. get used to it. Uh, it's bad design. Yeah. It's like yeah. them trying to do so much kind of hurt it. Um, yeah. And, but like, but God, Arthur, Arthur Morgan is such a good character. And all these people in the gang are like so like 
good and the voice acting is so great and it's the freaking most beautiful game i've ever played ever like some of these like vistas and and weather and all this other stuff is just phenomenal and this so for him to be like yo it's it's you know it's one of the most honest you know because i'm not getting paid by ign to like try to sell you a video game or however ign makes money um it's yeah it was just so funny this dude going back and forth on his twitter like just like Oh, so you think this? Ha ha ha. And it was like one of those where it's like I'm trying to like it seemed like the dude was trying to be funny, but it was just more like you're just being a dick. Like Yeah. Like like the controls are clunky and not many people are talking about this and I think it's a problem. Is a valid fucking thing for him to yeah. say, but I'm not saying that people are lying. I'm just saying that I enjoyed the fact that like this person had the balls to come out and say I really like this game but this yeah. this thing is bad. And what's even what's even crazier is that like it honestly didn't even get into what I said. It was just honestly like, "Oh, this random person had a review and this guy's, "Oh, so all the other reviewers are bad." And he's like, "No, I'm just saying." What the fuck? Yeah, and it was just like, "No, I'm just saying I like this the way this person's like he never said my name at all." And he's like, "Oh, and then oh, well, other than like Jake Lionheart had like the most honest. I think that's what the tweet was." And then so it was going back and forth. And then someone else was like, oh, like, yeah, someone else was like, oh, what what review was this from? And that same guy before I think even Richard said like Salt Report or anything was like, oh, I think it's this uh, Patreon exclusive from this video game journalist or something like that. No. So it was just like, no, just random ass Jake Confrey. You're like, I wish that I got Patreon. Yeah, Patreon reviews. So, you know, hear my opinions on cowboy game for money i can't imagine anyone paying for my opinion on patreon <laughs> like oh fuck let's see what fuck wad jesse has to say today about um fucking i don't know what i would be talking about on patreon the the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> capitalism. What, capitalism god i have to be careful or they're gonna take me away i'm gonna end up like the otis elevator company did y'all did did y'all know about that? I don't. <laughs> so when people so when um communism became like a big scare thing again, and they were like bringing people into court, oh I do know this yeah to talk to people. One of the people on the list, like one of the people on the list of like possible like communist threats, was the Otis Elevator Company, and it haunts <laughs> me to this day. Like. Every time I get on an Otis elevator, I'm just like, it's like, oh, this is maintenance by Otis. I'm like, remember that time y'all were accused of cap of um, communism? And I'm just like, that's going to be me. I'm It's just going to be Jesse right there. That filthy wizard is a, is a commie. Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Edit that out. Because someone will use it against me. Like when they're like, you're changing all my words to make it seem like I think Coolsville sucks. I'm going to put the sucks. Russian national anthem behind. <laughs> you talking right now? They're technically a democracy, but they're a democracy the same way we are. Yeah, they're not communist anymore. I'm just gonna. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Cumbre, yeah. Cumbre Jesse. <laughs> was that one from? Uh, was it the Venture Brothers? Was like uh, the Cold yeah. War might be over or something like that, but. Fucking God, what is her name? Um, uh, Molotov uh, Cocktails. Pussy Galore. Oh, Molotov Cocktail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's the, she's the one that my friend and I are always imitating when we're like, we strap to chest like child. 
Brock Simpson. Yeah, Brock Simpson. Yeah. Brock Simpson. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to do... I did hurt my hips trying to slob squat the other day. It was fucking wild. It turns out that the slob squat is harder than it seems. Because you're supposed to stand back on your heels. And my legs are so short that I don't have enough, like, space there. So it was just, like, killing my hips. And I was just like... And the next day I was like, God, why do my hips hurt so bad? War flashbacks immediately to me trying to slob squat in my room because I made a joke about it. Um, but yeah, no, that's what that's what my Patreon conversation is gonna be about. Slob squats. Slob squats. <laughs> let me let me give you a review of best slob squats in film. <laughs> I don't even know if there have been any slob squats in film. Uh, all right, should I take Ray's? Yeah. Okay. Um, cowboy Ray, but festive at Raynor Leet. I hate that that's what that is. 1337. Outside of being bad, a bad aim in Rainbow Six Siege and realizing that I have too many games to play, I hardly have any salt. And also, the name for your guys' Jaeger would be Big Slappy. And it's not going to be a three-armed Jaeger. Instead, it's a two-armed Jaeger, but uses a severed third arm as a weapon. There we go. <laughs> that's, va- that's like, valid as hell. <laughs> I also propose that special guests get, um, guests get Gundams. What? <laughs> Can we have a Gundam Jaeger pack rim crossover? I guess. I guess. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, which, um... What was it? Uh, Joan sent us one that said our Jaeger should be called Brinny Heraldry. If I'm spreading that right, I is it Briny Heraldry? Briny Heraldry. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Joan, your references are too complicated yeah, for us. They're too magical for our mortal minds to conceive. Joan's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, they'll they're cool nerds. They'll understand this. I have no idea what's going is it, on. Is it an ocean man joke? Ocean man. Ocean man, take me by the hand, take me to the land. I love how now ocean man is just my fucking life. And 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 I just I don't know how I got here, but it definitely is Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh yeah, Aquaman. Ocean man. But it's also because I love that stupid fucking vine where it's the end. So that fun fact that. Um, song plays at the end of the Spongebob movie and um, like it'll freeze frame on um, Spongebob jumping into the air and then it's like ocean man right so there's a vine where it's just that part of him freeze framing and this kid's cracking screeching voice very badly singing ocean man I can't imitate it no I know that I know that vine though yeah that's that's how I got here that's how I got to this place you know, speaking speaking of like squeaking and squealing, did do you, are you watching the Game of Grumps and Super Mega play Mario Party? No, no, I haven't started watching <sighs> today. That I guess it just it's just so chaotic because it's four people playing this game, and and yeah. Mario Party's always chaotic. Yeah, and then the Super Mega guys are just like so like all over the place as it is, and then that's on top of already Aaron and Dan being all over the place. But at one point, yeah. um, Aaron steals a star from the Super Mega guys, 
and one of them screams, like, puts my 12-year-old girl scream to shame. <laughs> like, it's so good. It's so loud, so, like, be prepared. I think it's, like, at this six-minute mark on, like, today, day four or something like that. But it is so good because it just, like, even Aaron is like, shh, just play cool, Dan. Don't, they haven't noticed yet. They haven't noticed. And they're like, what? And there's, like, a, ah! <laughs> just this, like, I laugh so hard at work. And I'm like, I'm going to get favorite- busted. <laughs> My favorite Mario Party video ever was a uh, it was a it was a clip from a Twitch stream, and they were playing drunk Mario Car- Mario Party, <laughs> and um, they're like, "Oh look, guys, uh, Tom or, or whoever I don't remember what the guy's name was." Like Tom won. Look, Tom, you won. And they turn the camera to him, and he's passed out on the floor. <laughs> nice. Fun fact about me: I hate fucking Mario Party. <laughs> oh, really? Because I find it so boring. I'm the one who's passed out on the floor playing Mario Party. And my friend really likes it. And I'm just like, but why? Like, I I like it, but the games have to be short. Like, those 50 turn Mario Party games are a nightmare. But if you do, like, 15 to 20 rounds, that's not so bad. And you're like, when will this this Mario nightmare end? Like, ugh. Ugh. But, um... And then... I get really booty tickled when people steal my SARS. I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) That'd drive me wild. Um, Yeah, and then, like, just wrapping up, we had some um, Twitter responses, um, I guess, outside the DMs, just replying to one of our um, tweets. Um, uh, We had one from Salty Sailor that that called back to our uh, asking um, Cameron night twitting about uh outback who said in all caps i've worked christmas at outback and i'm having war flashbacks now <laughs> so, sorry salty sailor yeah. i can't imagine working at fuck what do you sell people at christmas just at outback? throwing like uh, those uh blooming onions like grenades at customers yeah. it's the same <laughs> it's the same food but they give you a christmas special yeah. on it Oh, 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 and then maybe they have like a Christmas dessert or something. Yeah. That's what I'm. At least guess. Denny's has the nerve and the gall to be like, here, have have a turkey dinner and some pumpkin pie, <laughs> or the, the yeah. turkey dinner but, sandwich. Do they still have that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they still <laughs> yeah, have it. It's not bad, actually. Yeah, it's not. It's I've delicious. Had it. <laughs> I was about to say it's delicious, actually. Yeah, I've had it too. I just felt like silly ordering it, but then at the same time, yeah. I'm like. This is really good. Trader Trader Joe's has a um, a holiday turkey wrap that also has stuffing and cranberries in it with like a gravy dipping sauce, and it's real good. Yeah, I like holiday. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah. I got this. So Quest bars are notoriously awful, but I found the world's best Quest bar that nobody was looking for, and it's um, absolutely if you if you need a snack. Actually, it's more like a meal replacement bar, but like if you're on the go and you don't have anything and you're like, fuck, I need to eat something and you happen to happen upon the pumpkin pie fucking quest bar, put that shit in your mouth. Do it. Alternatively, um, the um, cliff bars that are pumpkin pie spice or iced gingerbread flavors. Delicious. Hey, uh, I'm not saying sponsor us, but sponsor sponsor us. us. Yeah. (laughs) And then that um, brings us to our last tweet, uh, where our friend Michael Pren, f- friend Michael Dan, um, 
<laughs> said, I don't think he can go unremarked. I love Filthy Wizard's line from the last podcast. Come at me, bro. I'm ripped. Ripped with sorrow. <laughs> That's just my fucking life. Like, the longer I live, the more true that becomes. <laughs> People think they can fight me. There was this, uh, I don't know how many of you, like me, were fans of Young Avengers. Um, shout out to any other Young Avengers fans. But one of my favorite characters, um, Billy, he's also known as Wiccan, used to be Asgardian. But when oh. he when he came out as gay, they were like, we can't have him be named Asgardian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's like my favorite trivia. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there, there's literally an episode where like some Eltridge episode, I say. There's literally an issue where some like Eltridge being tries to use like to control him use sorrow and anxiety um and like feeling horrible i guess to to like control him and he's like really this is it this is all you got that's a whole ass mood yeah and he's like i have anxiety every day and then um he's like i he's like this is nothing and then like throws up this squid um which is particularly funny because that's it was like some you know how eldritch beings are always like fucking squids for some reason um so i definitely that's definitely me i was thinking about it the other day i was like this is a whole ass fucking move like this is like the bruce banner like you want to know what my secret is (laughs) yeah Yep, that's exactly what it is. But I, I just, uh, I think about that a lot when, um, like, like when I'm watching movies and the villains just like, and now you will feel sorrow of a thousand years, and I'm like, come at me, scrub lord, I'm ripped with sorrow. <laughs> but yeah, so do we want to tackle this last one? <laughs> Yeah, I um, think so. Okay. You want to tackle it? Okay, here we go. Here we fucking go, I guess. What the hell are these? Sorry, I'm distracted. All right. Uh, so we had some imported salt. Sorry, I'm really distracted. I lost my damn mind. All right. Sorry about that rustling. I forgot I was on live. Um, live 105. Um <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to y'all. I just realized it's a it's an air barrier thing. Um, so we have this imported salt about uh, venom. Do we do we want to do you want to keep this person anon? Because we're about to. I mean, like, okay, here we go. Marco Calero <laughs> at Marco A Calero. Um, you do not have to read this on the podcast if you don't want to. This is just informational and not salt. I'm stating this Surprise, now because motherfucker. I... <laughs> yeah. Surprise, motherfucker. Um, this is just informational and not salt. I'm stating now because I had to stay away from the podcast for a little bit because I didn't want spoils for Venom before I saw it. I would like to start off by saying I liked the movie. It was a fun popcorn movie. I recognize that it was um, in no way perfect. With that being said, I want to clarify a few things. Evil Elon Musk handed the little girl's question over to someone else. She never asked the question on screen, but it's implied she did it off screen. It was not implied. I'm going to argue this right the fuck now. It was absolutely not. He just, he literally said to the small child, you're in charge now. High-fived her and left. That is what happened. That seems so poorly written that it doesn't really imply anything. Like, he just leaves. He just fucking leaves. Um, Whenever, and two, whenever a symbiote takes control of a person, they can read the person's mind. Um, Riot probably found out where to go by reading Jameson's mind. 
this is a complicated matter in the comics because it's not entirely sure how much of a person's mind they can read. That is in, in important though because they don't explain it really in the film. And if it's not explained in the film, then anybody coming in who didn't watch, who didn't read the comics, doesn't fucking know it. In fact, I had to explain to people that I was with like that Venom can read. It's clear that he can read like active thoughts about what you want to do and also thoughts directed at him and also like emotions and surface ideas. But there are definitely times in the comics where Eddie has to talk to him and they have to communicate over what emotion Eddie is feeling because there'll be times when the comics they're like, Oh, um, like Venom's like, Oh, Eddie, are you sad? And Eddie's like, no, I'm just feeling nostalgic or no, I'm not sad. I'm feeling something else because Venom doesn't actually have all of the information. So I don't know that, like... And you also have to be, to get the clear communication, fully bonded with the symbiote. And I don't know that this random dude who was on the ship um, was fully bonded with the symbiote. Well, kind of like, like he was dying, so yeah, probably not. Like, I wouldn't be actively thinking about San Francisco while I was dying. I'm just going to put that out there. Like, I think that... I don't know that he would have gotten that much information from this mind. And then he immediately jumps to the mind of a paramedic from the country that the ship landed in. So I don't know. <coughs> Bless you. Sorry, I don't I'm know so how sneezy. much of an argument can be made for how much information he could have possibly gotten from this person that he wasn't probably fully bonded with. And also like, was probably thinking of their impending death and nothing else. Although that probably would have been really good for um, Riot's eating since they feed off of adrenaline really well. Um, but yeah, I just, I, that little, that little tidbit of information is important. But I also, like I said before, if it's not clearly explained in the movie, then like, I don't know that it's, it's considered like, a good writing thing that I have to go look for outside material or I have to have outside knowledge of the thing. Like I get these are comic book movies, but I feel strongly that they should be coherent in their own right. And if you want to go out and read some Venom comics or whatever afterwards, that's just supplemental material. Yeah. Um, And even though they are very strange, the Venom boobs are canon um, so for them to put it in the movie kind of makes sense. Yeah, but they're bad. They're yeah, bad. It, it doesn't matter if it's canon, it's bad. Like <laughs> It's it's bad. It was just weird and unnecessary for that entire scene. It was just it was just odd. And like, why were her boobs so much bigger than they were when she was I mean, like all of hers bigger, but her waist was so tiny. It was like you know you know bimbification smut. <laughs> Yeah. Y- yes. Know. Yes. Bimbification smut. Jake Ooh, might that. not, but I do. Oh, no, I, I yeah. Do. <laughs> it's like transformation smut into like bimbofying people. I. It's fucking wild. Do yourself a favor and Google that. But that's what that. That's what those. Or you know, make. don't. <laughs> don't do that. Or do it. Um. We are not responsible for what happens to you if you Google bimbofication smut. Um. And then all things that are wrong with the um, with the movie, I can't justify, but at least I can make the movie a little more entertaining. That's all I have to say on the subject. Thank you for all the hours of entertainment on my way to and from work. Also, sorry for the long message. I think I should clarify, too, that in my review of Venom, as I was tearing it apart, I was telling you all the reasons I actually had a fun time yeah. watching it. Like I was the one that didn't like it. Um, yeah. 
So in my terrible review of it, like, there were so many things that were just bad fucking writing, but I had a good time watching it, so I didn't care, you know? Um, Like, I was just laughing out loud during the entire chase scene. Like, it's just, it was just bad. It was just stupid. It's especially great when, like, Venom just fucking torpedoes into the ocean. Um, Well, technically, it's the bay meeting the ocean, because I think he's over by the Golden Gate Bridge. But, yeah, uh... I don't think this movie was good by any means, but it was enjoyable for me. Yeah. And, it and might I don't, not be I don't want you else. to feel like we're picking on you. Like we didn't read this out loud to be mean. We just, you responded directly to things that we said. So I thought it would be good <laughs> to respond to your message. Um, yeah. You're entitled to your opinions. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, the bimbification of Venom um, is just wild to me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, like, there's a lot of intricacies, like, even the comics, like, random shit, like, today, I, I mean, like, I read a lot of comics, but it's impossible to know all of the information that's in the comics. Like, today, when I was like, I can't believe that if you have a high level of vitamin C, you can't bond with a symbiote, (laughs) like, it makes bonding incredibly difficult, and I was like, why was this ever important to anybody that a high level of vitamin C is what causes you to not be able to bond with a symbiote? Um, so... Yeah, comics are a fucking wild ride. And I don't expect everybody to, like, know everything about the comics. I That's why I think that, like, m- movies that are self-contained, like Venom is, like, especially since Venom is cut off from the rest of the MCU, like, it had more space to just kind of, like, have its own explanation and exist in its own space yeah. and come up with its own stories and backlines for stuff. Um because, I mean, they've definitely changed stuff in the MCU movies, but at least they explain it to you when they're changing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, they'll create a different backstory for a character, but at least you're seeing the backstory. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, and that's, I think that's all I really can expect from, like, a superhero movie. Like, to be honest, I don't expect a lot from superhero movies. They're superhero movies. Um, I think I expect more from comic books just because I feel like that's a that's like a special place where people go to actually dig deep um whereas movies aren't necessarily like comic book movies aren't made to dig deep they're made to be like blockbusters um not that i'm saying that they can't have deep meaning or have people like resonate with them in certain ways because there's definitely certain even mcu films that i super duper um hold dear to my heart um but they're like to be honest they're there to like entertain and i was entertained by venom so i guess it did its job are you not entertained (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no i don't think and i I think anytime we review a movie or anything on here we're not saying you cannot enjoy this um what we're saying is here are some things that we feel it's just my opinion um (laughs) about this thing and i definitely am in that space where i can like separate stuff that i enjoy from stuff that's good because i enjoy a lot of shit that is not good yeah it is just not good and especially as i get older i start to realize that some of the stuff i thought was good was really bad and i'm like i still like it though because i (laughs) it still (laughs) has my heart but it's not good (laughs) yeah same yeah yeah you're like rewatching something and you're like, oh god, I can't believe I enjoyed this the first time it came out. 
was like, I know I was sober. So what is my excuse? <laughs> oh my God. I just saw clips. So I, everybody knows here's a fun story before we go and make fun of myself. Um, cause I love making fun of myself, but y'all know I'm afraid of Willem Dafoe. Um, <laughs> So I haven't, so when I was a kid, I ran out of the first Spider-Man movie because of Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin uh, betrayal, and I never returned, and I never finished the first Spider-Man movie. I just moved on to the other (laughs) Spider-Man movies, Um, and I remained afraid of Willem Dafoe, Uh, but my friend was like, hey, I know you're scared of Willem Dafoe, but can I send you some funny behind-the-scenes stuff of Willem Dafoe from Spider-Man? And I'm like, this is my specific fear of Willem Dafoe. Like, this is the origin story of my fear of Willem Dafoe. But sure, I'm like, I'm an adult. I can handle this. Um, Willem Dafoe is truly frightening. And, like, she said funny videos. I beg to differ. Like, he's just sitting there like... (sighs) (sighs) Like, flicking his tongue around and shit. Um, But something I did notice is that the Green Goblin costume in that movie is so goddamn bad. It's so awful. It looks like a Party City costume. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It looks like like some kind of terrible, like, co- like not even cotton, like nylon felt blend fucking um, suit that ties in the back with, like, you know, ties and then Velcros with, like, a cheap Party City plastic green goblin mask. I'm like, who did this? Who- Sam Raimi. Um, I don't know. <laughs> also, like... I don't know if this is from the first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie or if it's from one of the other ones, but there's a bit where, like, Spider-Man saves Mary Jane and they're, like, running to the city together <laughs> yeah. and she's clearly just holding, like, a Spider-Man mannequin. Yeah. Oh, God, it's hilarious. It's wonderful. They're quality. But, yeah, it's funny because I hadn't looked at the Green Goblin costume in years because after I ran out of that theater, I never looked back. Um that that's the truth about Jesse in the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I my mom was so pissed. And she's like, "Do you know how long it was before I saw the end of that Spider-Man movie because of you?" And I was like, "I'm sorry. You could have you could have ram um rectified that situation at any point and watched any of those Spider-Man movies, but you knew the truth." It's not like they're hard to yeah. find. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a funny story about a movie that looks way worse than I remember it. Um, and to be fair, I barely remember it. But, like, I look back on it, and I'm like, Jesus, this fucking Green Goblin costume is just fucking awful. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so thank you everybody for, for writing in to our salt and for the tweets as well. Sometimes we forget to check tweets. I know I do. Um, yeah. yeah. So if you definitely want to get us, uh, definitely go through DMs. But um, yeah, I think Salty Sailor, I think we missed it from last week. So sorry about that. But um, uh, yeah, but keep sending it to us because we really like hearing from y'all and hearing hearing your flashback stories and your... Welcome to Yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> so... With that, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, let's start with you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade, and on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. And Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as at Filthy Wizard, and on Tumblr and Instagram and Twitch as Filthy Magic User. And you can find me on Twitter as uh, Jake underscore Lionheart. 
and um, you can find our pod- podcast Twitter as well at Podcast Salt. Um, you can find us on Fireside.fm at the saltreport.fireside.fm and on Spotify and iTunes and all these other lovely podcaster places that I guess we end up. I'm not sure exactly all of them we're on, but. Uh, <laughs> it's just so wild how they just keep adding stuff and then next thing you're like oh the RSS feed is on there but um, yeah just go ahead and just google the salt report and uh, you'll find us we're not the Utah yeah, well, yeah we're not the economic <laughs> one we have whatever, a Utah but, um, yeah definitely you can find us That's on your word, your, right? your favorite podcaster thingamajiggy and um, <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of have to shout this out because not too long ago Michael, Michael, friend, just uh, sent us a Kofi. Friend. Um, and uh, wowzers, Mike. Um, you know what you did. You know what you did, sir. Um, so if you want to be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking ominous. Yeah, I know. You like, I know, know what you better watch like, out. You better watch out. You better watch, watch, out. You better watch you better... out. You're gonna get spanked. Yeah. By the podcast, With love. But not in a sexy <laughs> way. Yeah. yeah. We only spank in love. Uh, but if you want to be like Michael Michael, and get spanked in love, you can go to Kofi.com. Can we not? <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's been said. Go to ko-fi.com forward slash salt report. And uh, maybe consider leaving some, some Kofi money for us to pay the rent. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, we won't actually. Yeah, no, we won't. You, but it'll be emotional. We'll just, yeah, we'll just tweet at you X's and O's. You'll know it in your heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, we really appreciate y'all, and y'all going to that Kofi page really does help us. Like, we haven't had to worry about, I think, booth rent since we started the Kofi. Um, so y'all are wonderful. Yeah, ko fi.com forward slash salt report. And with that, we'll see everyone next week. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry in advance about all the noise on this recording, Jay.